ask me was where I liked it. I told him. This is a gays only event. Howdy, niggas. What? What's going on? No, the I'm going weed. There it is. Weed. Like, do I give a fuck? No, no, there it is. How many fucks do I give? Zero. Exactly. No, there it is. You got damn gay. I never said LGBT last night. Hey guys and ladies, welcome to the One and a Half Lesbians podcast. I'm Adriana the Lesbian. And I'm B the Half. We upload every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in every week and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at 1.5 Lesbians to stay up to date and continue the conversation. And you can follow me for... Just more general chaos, you know, some more flavor in your life on Twitter and Instagram at Namaste Woke. And you can follow me on Twitter for more complaints at Ultra Lesbian. <laughs> and don't forget, we have a Patreon to give you guys extra content and keep you guys fed. Everything's free at patreon.com slash one and a half lesbians. You can also start sending us your curious cat questions because episode 100 is on the horizon. Dun, dun, dun. dun. And we're going to be answering some more questions. If there was something that we ever talked about that you're like, hey, I wanted you to talk about this some more, send your question. If you're just a nosy bitch like us, hey, send a question. If may just, or may not answer. If you just have a general complaint, send us a question. We'll read it. Doesn't mean that not I'll like it. Not a complaint. You know what? Sometimes niggas like to complain. It doesn't have to be about us. True. Maybe y'all, maybe y'all want to complain, but you can't do it because you want to do it anonymously. Because y'all cool. pussy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is the space. Curious Cat is the space to send all your, just all your stuff. And that's also at 1.5 lesbians. Just curiouscat.me slash 1.5 lesbians. The link will be in the description. Now let's get into the show. The capitalism one this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say, yeah, nothing happened. Just, yeah. Nothing happened to you personally. I guess. I don't know. I'm just like, money is like not even real. Like, Why well, I tried to tell my sister that and enlighten her and she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, these bitches don't get me. Oh, you'll understand soon. Maybe, soon. Or maybe not. I don't know. Cause niggas be going their whole life. True. Putting such a value. And I'm just like, this shit is literally nothing. Like, Especially when that person in the Discord uh, explained Dogecoin to us a little bit. They were like, basically, mm-hmm. it's just saying that you have no faith in the US dollar. And I was like, okay, word. Yeah. And I was like, so then why put faith in this other imaginary dollar? Like, it didn't make sense to me. It did a little bit. It was kind of like, we don't have faith in the U.S. dollar, but we have faith in this other thing. Um, I just have no faith in any of this shit, so. Yeah, like, the crypto shit is not going to last, guys. It's I, not going to last, yeah? I was looking at some videos for, like, like cryptocurrency and, like, scams and all that stuff. I was like, it's seeming a little pump and dumpish, but that's just me. You know, it's seeming a little scammy. Well, there's a little scammy aspect in there. A little bit. A little bit. Because I was reading about Ponzi and I was reading about um, just general pyramid. It doesn't seem like a pyramid, but it seems like it could be a Ponzi. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. You know, if you made money from Dogecoin, good for you. I wish wish that could be me. I guess. I don't know. I don't feel like fooling with that shit. Um, I also, and stuff that's not real, I got vaccinated, so go get y'all microchip. <laughs> Come get y'all juice. <laughs> Someone, 
I saw this TikTok and this lady like pulled up her sleeve and she had a magnet and she was like, I can like feel the microchip. She put the magnet on her arm. She's like, I could, I got the vaccine. I could feel the microchip like moving around in my skin. I was like, all right. That's the sun reflecting on your skin like shit through like, the glass. I was like, okay, bitch. Like <laughs> you're telling me the magnet is moving the microchip up and down your arm. Why does the government have to microchip y'all? For what? Y'all are not interesting. And they already know exactly what you've been doing. They know exactly what you bought yesterday. What they you know buy what tomorrow? you're gonna exactly. They know what you're gonna do next too. So <laughs> <laughs> they already know. And y'all are not. I think people like place so much importance on themselves. I'm like, okay, why would they possibly want to like actually embed a microchip into you? Like, besides the fact that they already have all this information on you, like you guys are not revolutionaries. Y'all are not making copious amounts of money. You guys don't protest anything. You guys don't, like, go against the system or go against the green. Like, that's who be talking about, oh, they're going to microchip us. You're not fighting the system like, at all. The government's job is already done. They said, education where? Got you. They got you. Because y'all telling dumb as shit. Yeah, I was real. like, everybody who listens to this podcast, though, mm, we're all on an FBI watch list together. Mm, I like to not think about that. <laughs> <laughs> all in this together um but don't think about that think about the cicadas that are coming and unleashing hell I especially on the east coast like to not think about that y'all be safe out here i won't be over here shit we going out of town <laughs> we are out of here <laughs> no cicadas for us <laughs> we will see you the fuck i mean later. i guess they'll still be here when we come back um, not as much though. Like it's like that first week they just like come in drones and then they start dying. Like they fuck everything. And then oh, they, die. they like die in a few days. Yeah, like it, within the span like of the week, like a lot of them die. Um, but my oh, dad. Wow, we really better miss that. We better miss that wow, shit. Wow, this is I great timing. It's during my birthday. This Love. is kind of. I think this is divine timing. Love mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, cause I'm trying to think like. When I was, I'll never forget her, Miss Queen, our first grade teacher. Yeah. She, I was crying. I was so overwhelmed as a child because of these fucking cicadas. And they were everywhere. They were everywhere, nigga. Like, I remember opening my dad's car door and then like wall to wall cicadas. Damn. And you remember that they sure can be them? traumatizing for a first grader. Yeah, people will eat them. And Why? They would, they would put them on yeah, your back. Yeah, they hold the little wings and like put them on you. Oh. Y'all were evil. And they would like throw them and the cicada would be like. <laughs> torpedoing through the air like just nasty i i can't i won't be dealing with that thank the lord yeah my dad thought they were snake holes so he started like pouring gasoline down them and he's like walking around the neighborhood and he's like dang there's sure a lot of snakes and my mom was like oh what were you doing he was like yeah like there's a lot of snake holes so i just poured some gasoline down the holes and she's like i'm pretty sure those are the cicadas (laughs) so if you're wondering why we have a gas shortage right now it's because of my dad (laughs) single-handedly single-handedly cleared out all the gas <laughs> he single-handedly killed every zakita in the neighborhood <laughs> you did a service <laughs> thank you for your service you know what reparations <laughs> yeah my siblings have never faced the zakitas so my sister was like oh, true. Um, i guess were they born i guess they were they were, they were very, very young when that happened yeah yeah because my sister saw one on the ground she's like oh what is that and she showed me it on facetime and i was like oh this is zakita and then she was like, oh, that's what those things are? That's what they look like? She's like, I just never seen them. I was like, wow. Prepare. 
Prepare yourself because you're not going to go outside. You're like, I was traumatized as a when child. When I tell you, I was fully prepared. Like, I stocked my fridge. I stocked my pantry. I was fully prepared to stay inside for at least a month. At least. I stocked up with everything. I have books. I have games. I had toilet paper. I had braiding hair. I had shit to keep me entertained for at least a month. You said, y'all not going to catch me outside. I hate bugs. I don't like them. Especially in yeah. mass. Yeah. They're everywhere. And the fact that they, like, they come from the ground, it's like an evil uprising. It's very demonic. Like. <laughs> Zombie-esque, The way they're rising from the, and they're the loud, flames of hell. Uh, like, no. And they're buzzing loud as fuck. Like, it's just like mm. you wake up one day and it's like. Zzzz, like I don't like that. I feel mm. like they don't come in my ears. <laughs> yeah, they 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 have no, they're blind too, so they have no regard for, like, your space. Like, they're not going to watch Oof. out for you. Can't do it. Can't. Nope. No, thanks. If I had to go outside, it would be in a hazmat suit. <laughs> Not even joking. Dude, cicadas only come on the East Coast? Yeah. Mm. I wonder why that is. Interesting. I don't care to look it up because it's going to gross me out. Yeah, we don't care that much about cicadas. I do care about the gas shortage, though, because gas is almost goddamn $4 a gallon again. Crazy times we're living in, man. Like, what the? And y'all dummies out here hoarding the gas instead of rationing the gas. <laughs> gas in the plastic bags and putting it in the trash. I really wanted to believe that image was fake. <laughs> it's not. It's oh, not. Oh, God. Like, what you gonna do when they get a little hole poke in the bag? Did you see the guy in Texas whose car blew up? Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put it in buckets and then lit a cigarette in the car while he was driving. Dummy. Do they not already tell you not to light a cigarette when you're pumping your gas? Okay. No, you're not. You're, you're driving with, like, a whole car full of it extra gas and i was like if you don't use all the gas like it's gonna go to waste because gas expires in three to six months gas expires yes gas expires i didn't know that did y'all know apparently it used to not expire or it lasted a lot longer but some new chemical formula Mm, it's giving some like evil or scheme or something behind the (laughs) scenes not everything is a scheme i think it's just dead ass i'm i'm i guarantee you it's like some behind the scenes shit to like bypass some tax thing or like some type of law or Maybe. something. Probably. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But basically what happened was it was a huge hack on the Colonial Pipeline Company. And pretty much what all the press releases seem to be saying is just a roundabout way of like, yeah, they hacked into our system that tells us how much gas costs and who we should bill it to. And you know what? We just, we couldn't let them get that gas for free or for cheap. So had to shut down the system. It's mainly just affecting the East Coast. So I know everybody in California that listens to this is like, what it the hell? Well, you know what? Y'all gas prices be $5 a gallon anyway. So y'all yeah. used to it. Y'all <laughs> didn't even blink an eye. I'm telling you, like, it's scary times. In California, scary times. LA scary gas times, prices. I fear. I fear. Because <laughs> there's this girl I went to college with who lives in LA and she'd be posting gas prices all the time. I'm like, the fuck? Honestly, that feels a bit traumatizing. Yeah, I can imagine paying $5 for a gallon. I'm sorry, I'm roller skating. Everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) The fuck? But it's a little frightening that, you know, we can kind of cripple an entire coastline of people, millions and millions of people, with just, you know, one little hackery. Yeah. Tap, tap. And y'all niggas are always hacking the wrong shit. What are we going to do when, uh, like, a whole gang of hackers decides to just unleash whatever what what is whatever 
I don't, I don't know, like, you know, because there's so much stuff that's, like, automated. Like, I didn't even know gas lines were automated. Like, I really thought that niggas were still pumping from a well. <laughs> I had no idea how. I had no idea. I was just like, it just magically arrives in the pump. I don't know. Had no idea. <laughs> I really thought niggas was at oil wells and just pumping the gas and <laughs> driving the truck and dropping it off. Like, that's what I thought. I didn't know there was, like, underground. Like, that seems so silly now to think, but I'm like. Uh, yeah, they don't teach you all this stuff This stuff in school. Nobody taught me how to be a gas man. They don't teach me shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, wow, if all the hackers one day, like, I guess if Anonymous ever decided to come back and, like, unleash whatever fury they always be talking about they about to do, it would be over for us. Can y'all do something useful? Like, y'all have the power to hack the, whatever, these government stuff, and y'all don't... Y'all not doing the shit that matters, like student loan debt. Hello? Like... <laughs> Hack into the food stamp shit. Add <laughs> extra, add some extra money to somebody's food stamp card. Like, add some extra, extra money to somebody's unemployment. Like, you know, hack the unemployment office. How about that? Hack some shit we need that we could use. Press some more money. How about that? Hack the inflation. Stamp. Inflation, inflation. Oh. This shit is fake. Ah, Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of fake, the CDC said vaccinated people can take their mask off in large group. Keep, keep your mask on. Keep your mask on. Because these niggas is lying and it's getting scary out here. These niggas are lying. If these niggas lie about STDs, you're telling me they're not going to lie about COVID? All right. Yeah, I... If anything, when you're in a large group, you should be even more inclined to wear your mask because there's more people who could possibly have COVID or just germs in and, general. Yeah, COVID aside, like, breathing other people's air is weird. Especially at festivals and shit. It's weird. It's, y'all are too close. Too close. Put your mask on. Y'all don't even shower for the four days. Y'all be dirty as shit, stinky as shit. Rolling in the mud like pigs. I saw the Coachella pictures. You all look dirty. Yeah, I don't even got nothing to do with what we were talking about. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, keep the mask on. Keep the mask on. And like Costco and a bunch of other stores are like, yeah, we're doing the honor system. Mm. Like, I don't, like, they're they're moving too fast. Yeah, because I was reading this one report by the CDC director, and she was like, yeah, we're just going like with the science, and like as science evolves, like, mm, can we let the science marinate? Can the, we let it settle? The science has not evolved. Y'all said the science evolved. Can we keep it in the... Can we marinate the science a little bit more? You know, put some more seasonings on it before we start jumping on the news after, like, the new report come out talking about, oh, yeah, y'all could go outside now and party in Miami. Like, can we get to 50% vaccinated Please. first? Are we even at 50%? A lot of states aren't. I don't... I think there's only, like, two states that are 50% vaccinated. And America as a whole is not. And kids aren't vaccinated yet. That's a yeah. big, that's a Kids big thing. Kids don't even have to wear masks, but, which I don't understand. I don't understand. There's like this conception, because you remember at the beginning of the pandemic when they were like, black people can't get the disease. Like, that's the same thing that they're doing with kids now. They're like, kids yeah. can't get coronavirus. Why not? I was like, I've definitely heard about kids dying from COVID. Yeah. Like, what is so different about being a small human that means you can't catch a virus? And that would make it worse, no? Because kids right. don't even get fully, you don't even, you're yeah. not even fully vaccinated with all this stuff before COVID. Until you're like 18, right? I think at 18 you have to get the HPV vaccine. I don't know. I feel like you get all your shots earlier than that, right? No? More of them? I think a lot of them, you at least not until five. Oh, I don't remember. All that shit is a blur. 
but I think you, I think there's still a lot of shots that you haven't gotten yet. And they, I don't know, I just be seeing kids in Walmart like really bare in the air. And I'm like, y'all already got the mask on the chin. Just pull it up on the kid. <laughs> mm, I don't know. And, you know, CDC, let's think about the societal effects. Like, there's literally no proof of vaccination. There's no widespread proof of vaccination. Anybody could go down to the local office depot, copy that card, because the bitch at the... She's not a bitch. She's a very nice lady, a very lovely lady. The lady (laughs) who gave me my vaccine. She didn't even write my name on the card. Dang. If I was a villain... They were supposed to. They wrote my name on my card. She didn't write my name on the card. And I have two different cards. (laughs) Why do you have two? Uh, Couldn't tell you. I handed her the card, and she started was like writing on another one. And then she was like, oh, and then... She just was like stapled them together. I was like, what? <laughs> so I'm walking around with two stapled together cards, like, and neither one of them has my name on it. Like, I wrote my name on them now, but if I was a nefarious person, go right down to Office Depot, make 75 copies on cardstock, pass them joints out, 100 bucks a pop. Yep. Easily. Easily. Like, just write your name on. There's no like. stamp, there's no seal, nobody got to sign it. It just says CVS. You know how many CVSs there are in America? Lord have mercy. We're done for. We're, we're finished, man. <laughs> yeah, and the CDC director, literally two hours from this podcast recording, um, two hours ago, she was like, even though the guidance has been changed, there's no reason for everyone to just start ripping off their mask. Do you even, y'all just said. Do you even know Americans? I can't. We need to go back to the pizza party model. <laughs> we do. We do. Because that's what they did in Chicago for the census. They were like, if your if your jurisdiction gets like the most people to fill out the census, then when you get free ice cream, that shit worked. Hey, the people love free food. Free food, free pe- like when Krispy Kreme started doing the show your vaccination card. Yup. They said there was an uptick in vaccinations. Give Americans free food. That's what we want. Free items. Yeah, whole country be vaccinated by Wednesday. Absolutely. Like let's let's throw in some wings. Okay. Like a Starbucks drink or something. Okay, some wing stop. A smoothie. Smoothie king. You know. I go get a third <laughs> vaccination shot for and you. Summertime, we can partner with Rita's. You know. <laughs> the Rita Joyce. <laughs> get you some Italian you some, ice. Yeah, let me get a little custard. You know, you it's know? warming up outside. Shit. You know, small businesses. Maybe you will go offer a little little 15% discount. Like, show your vaccination card. Like, I promise niggas will start getting vaccinated. Promise. Yup. But I guess we can dream on while the CDC continues to lie to us. <laughs> I, like, I, I hate to be, like, sounding anti-science. Like, that's not what this is at all. It's definitely, like, anti-government manipulation. Yeah, because they're definitely not... They're definitely manipulating what the, what the science says to fit what they want because they want you niggas to go back to work yeah they said anyways we need these slaves back in the plantation um <laughs> literally did you see mcdonald's start offering 18 dollars an hour huh. i might have to go clock in interesting <laughs> <laughs> i might have to go sign up for that one <laughs> like 18 an hour now hold on with a sign-on bonus too mm. it's like wow the the trick to getting people to apply to your jobs is to pay them more Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thought? Let's make it twenty-five. If you're really feeling froggy, because it really should. With the rate of inflation, it really should be twenty-five. It should be twenty-five. Like fifteen is not enough. Yeah, the call for fifteen is definitely um, long past. 
long past. And I need these rent prices to stay the same price. Don't raise that shit yeah. either. I don't get it. Why doesn't everyone just collectively just not raise their rent prices? Because they are greedy. Just keep it the same. Damn. Y'all not even upgrading nothing in the apartment. Hello. Like I'm like nothing changed. Yeah, because my when I was renewing my lease at my place, they were like, "Oh, if you stay for six months, it's gonna raise to nine hundred dollars." What the fuck, are y'all doing in here for nine hundred dollars? <laughs> you better give me some stainless steel appliances, bitch. I still got a white refrigerator. And, and you gonna crust a crusty dusty one? A crusty dusty white refrigerator. You gonna charge me nine hundred dollars a month in rent? Go to hell. <laughs> Go to hell, <laughs> bitch. No AC. No in unit washer and dryer. Oh, Absolutely shut up not. and lick my ass crack. Are you fucking kidding me? And I have to pay for I have to pay for laundry? Have you lost it? Are you mental? Are you mental, love? I mean, that's everywhere. But that's ridiculous because that goes right back to the landlord. So why not just jack my rent and give me an in-washer? Questions I need answers. And you really be paying double. Stay woke. You really be paying double for your rent because when you, uh, the little machine that you put your little $5 in and get the quarters, the machine keeps the $5, right? And then you have to go and take them quarters and go and pay for the fucking, for the fucking laundry mat. Yep. They take it both of you. It's just, it doesn't make sense. I hate, I hate paying for laundry. Yeah. I hate I feel it. like laundry should be free. You want me to be stinky? I'll do it. <laughs> we should just collectively stop washing clothes. Mm, I don't think I can join you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> just go stand in your rental office with unwashed clothes on? I bet you they start- You want to be funky? That's only you. As protest. I, we can protest in other ways, no? We don't gotta be funky. We don't gotta do that. We don't gotta do that, friends. We don't gotta be stinky. <laughs> we can have clean just, clothes, friends. You know what? We don't wear them. We just leave them in the rental office. How about that? Oh, we just leave. Okay. Your unwashed clothes, just as protests. Now, that's better. We don't have to wear them. We don't have to wear yeah. dirty clothes. I don't know what else we would wear, but... <laughs> oh, true. Mm. Oh, well. Speaking of protests, though. Palestine stuff. Free Palestine. Ah, free Palestine. Yes, the beauty of being independent from large corporations. Our support and views are entirely our own. Because a lot of these celebrities are mute. Yep. Due to these contracts, I, mean, I think. Honestly, Not some of y'all need to stay mute. Because if you yeah. say something, it's uh, just going to make it worse. It's going to make it worse. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I'm like, stay quiet. Stay quiet. Because <laughs> I think Rihanna said something. And I was like, oh, you should just shut your mouth. Should yeah, just... I was like, mmm. Mm. Like, it's sounding very And then Aisha sides. Curry, like, reposting the literal IDF. I was like, mmm. Yeah. A lot of y'all contracts, uh, sorry for you. But I think something that can kind of help put everything in perspective is, especially about how much money the United States sends to Israel, because I think we see, they don't, like, show the zeros when they're like, oh, we're sending this many billion. It's just the word billion. But I don't mm-hmm. think we conceptualize how much money that is. So an activity that I waited all week for us to do today on this podcast, and you guys can do it at home too, is the uscpr.org website. And it shows you how much your state basically per capita sends to Israel in terms of weapons and defense. So let's do it for Maryland. Yeah, I was seeing a bunch of screenshots of a bunch of other states, and I was like, I know individual states was giving up that much money i'm not sure if it's individual states i think it's like the united states and it breaks it down per state oh okay 
Um, but I mean, I guess it, co- it does come from people's tax dollars. Yeah, it so. is our tax dollars. Hmm. So how to do it is you go to uscpr.org and you can just do slash military funding. And then you scroll down and it says click a state. So let's do it for Maryland right now. Maryland. Damn. Um, 80. I don't even know how to read this number. not going to lie to you. How many commas? Two. Million? Yeah, I think that's million. Eighty million nine hundred and ten thousand six hundred and ninety-four dollars. We can even do it by county. So for Baltimore City, they send four million five hundred and twenty-nine thousand one hundred and fifty-one dollars per year. Mm. That's actually ridiculous. Four million dollars for this city. I'm sorry, you can't even go two meters in this city without hitting a large pothole. Yeah. Education is non-existent. The funding for education, non-existent. Yeah. People have no public spaces. Yeah, no public spaces. And how many vacant buildings? Vacant homes? Okay. How many homeless? That house the homeless people? Okay. Hmm. Um, So I also came up with a list of stuff, like the best ways to help. So, of course, you can call your state rep, but... um, like there's a text line it you can text ptfdzn to 50409 um but i'm like so pro boycotting stuff because i feel like legislators are not going to listen to us anyway and like mm-hmm. i get the point of like sending to state reps but like ultimately because i was looking at what happened in mississippi this week and they voted to pass medical marijuana like legalize it and the court struck it down, even though they had 71% of the population in agreement with it. Like, they literally voted on it. Democracy is an illusion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you can boycott Israeli products. Um, Sabra hummus. First of all, you should be making y'all hummus at this point. It's, <laughs> it's three ingredients in a blender. Um, I mean, I'm with you on the boycotting stuff, but I feel like it's too much stuff. It's not actually... Because these niggas own hella other shit like it's not like yeah mcdonald's doesn't just own mcdonald's like coca-cola doesn't just own Co- coke well you niggas need to like they water. own hella shit it's true it's, it's true. very hard to avoid i think to the best of our abilities like and plus like sabra hummus just had that salmonella recall so do you really want shitty booty like <laughs> um puma is an israeli company but they also haven't had anything good since 2015 so like ben and jerry's if you must just steal it, if you must. Airbnb, I feel like Airbnb has been racist for years. Yeah, they're hella racist. Like, some of these are, like, really, like, easy to be like, all right, I didn't need to use that. Yeah, all these shits are racist. Yeah, McDonald's and Coca-Cola, I will say, are the hardest ones, I will say. Mm, yeah, because McDonald's, I'm like, well, what do, else does McDonald's own, though? Yeah. List of companies owned by McDonald's. What? They own Domino's? <laughs> What? I'm sorry. And Chipotle. Oh, until 2006. But oh, I was like, not Chipotle. Wow. Oh, and Krispy Kreme. Damn. McDonald's own Krispy Kreme? Still do. See, now that's one I can't part with. If I, if I go buy Krispy Kreme and I see the red light on. That's sick. <laughs> How do they? Okay, so they no longer own Chipotle, though. So Chipotle is safe, but not if you want to I mean, not get sick. I mean, Chipotle now? Plus, the Chipotle down here, they haven't had fajitas for a minute. That pissed me off. The Chipotle's in Baltimore suck. I'm <laughs> they sorry. They suck. I need to go to a DMV Chipotle. There's no Chipotle like a DMV Chipotle. <laughs> it's 
sad up here. Scary hours. Yeah, Airbnb. Airbnb been racist for years. Like, the fuck you still using Airbnb for? Use private hotel. Use chains. Go to bookings.com. Like, bookings.com is my shit. They have great deals. You can pay later. This is not sponsored. But, you know, <laughs> lots of filters. Lots of the, the places on there have breakfast. And, like, you get special options and shit like that. Coca-Cola is hard. Because I did... I barely escaped Coca-Cola this this morning i went to go to the store and buy kombucha and i looked up who owns the kombucha company and it's privately owned but coca-cola like quote unquote donated like mm. investment money to them so i was like hmm i don't think this counts so i think health aid is still an okay brand to buy i was like damn i guess i'm just gonna have to buy water but coca-cola owns all, all the water <laughs> i mean you got a filter yeah, like, water. now I have filter tap mm. water, but if I'm, like, on the road or something, I just need to, like, stop and get oh. a water. Yeah. Yeah. They own all the water companies? Not all of them, but a, mm. a sizable amount of, like, the name brand ones. Mm. Uh, it's sick. General Mills, Pillsbury. I know that's y'all cereal brands, but them shits was not good for you anyway. And you get an old, bitch. Eat some oatmeal. Eat some grits. <laughs> 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 you all needed yeah, to lay off that sugar I anyway. Get it up. I'm really at an age where I have to give up sugary stuff, and I hate it. Half this shit on this list, y'all needed to stop eating anyway. So, you know what? Do this for your health and do it for Palestine. <laughs> and speaking of companies I hate, Delta Airlines, maybe I should put this in dumb bitch news, but bitch, I'm mad. Because why are you asking volunteers to work for you? They're like, yeah, just come on down to the airport and, like, clean some stuff. And, like, you know, like, really, like, help a business, like, flourish. Like, bitch, pay. A business? Ain't y'all a corporation? Okay. They be using that business very lightly, very, Mm-mm. very parsley-like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, worth $13 nah, billion. Dollars. Y'all a big, big company. Big, big. As, like, as if y'all can't afford to hire people. Fuck out of here. They don't want to hire nobody. Nah, keep holding the strike line. Period. Speaking of strike, Ellen has finally been shaken <laughs> down. We win. <laughs> we are officially moving towards a post-Ellen society. Per, I think it's officially going to be ending in 2022. I say, why not 2021? Why not now? Like you got, you got. We still got a, some months left of the year. Just end it now. Don't Just be shy. Who's watching Ellen? Who's watching Ellen? Uh, middle-aged suburban white people white ladies i don't know i guess she was like it's not demographic a, she was like it's not a challenge anymore i was like nah nigga your ass was getting fried it's not a challenge i bet them ratings plummeted huh absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely because she was terrible to her crew like it wasn't that the story that came out mm-hmm power be corrupt in the hell and just like terrible in general mm-hmm. and george bush's bestie oh twinsies Girl. for lifers <laughs> And just, like, shitty in general to people on her show. Yeah. And, like, but it's, like, under the guise of, like, ooh, ha quirky Ellen. Ooh, she dances in the aisle. Like, mm, bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll never forget when somebody on Twitter was, like, it looks like Ellen has the worst strap game. <laughs> but also, yes. But also, yes. Um, And what was Ellen offering us? Like, let's be real. Nothing. It would have been cool if the show was, like, majority queer guests or something. What was she yeah. doing that was different than any other daytime talk host? They really all nothing. they all cycled past the same the same fucking person around for a whole week. The same person be on like every daytime TV show doing their little walk and then promoting their shit and then that's it. Like enough, tired. Y'all not doing nothing new. Y'all not showing yeah. me any new people. 
They'd be like, today we have on Ariana Grande. Like, no shade to Ariana. But I'm like, okay, what else could Ariana Grande possibly tell me? <laughs> it's like, I'm here to promo my new album. Like, yes, we know. We know. <laughs> That's literally what they become. They're just like a place to promote stuff. It's yeah. Like, hmm. Which is cool. But it's like, can we talk about, I don't know, anything else besides what you're promoting? Yeah. Ooh, that's also why I like the Terrell show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. His stuff, his little interview stuff and things are like very interesting mm-hmm. and they're not just about like the thing. And then also singing. Great singers. Singers. We love that. Singers who can sing. Oh, they sing live. Yeah, they oh. sing on the spot on the Terrell show. Exactly. If they're on the Terrell show, you know they can sing. Per. Actually. Love that. Like you can discover all types of new artists shit from there. Oh, love that. Yeah, like that's what we need. Put these bitches on the spot. Like fuck Ellen. Let's watch the Terrell show. Like <laughs> what? Fuck Ellen. Bring like, the Terrell show. A, we need like a black gay. Like yeah. fuck this white gay shit. Get up some black, black gays gay. in here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like where's the spice to you know? And we have enough talk shows. I mean, I think talk shows are for a speci- like a certain demographic. I feel, and it's just not us. Talk shows are for brokies. Let's wake it up. <laughs> I was thinking like more like an older, older crowd is really the. T- no, no, no. I don't mean the no. people who are consuming it. I mean the people who make talk shows. Podcasts included. And including this podcast. We are brokies. We I are. Mean, y'all knew that. We knew that. But you tell me you're a millionaire and you're still making talk shows. What else do you need to talk about? What else do you need to talk about? I'll say it. <laughs> like, if you're a millionaire, I'm sorry, you need to put your money into something else. Like, some production, a show, give me some fantasy. Like, be behind the scenes. You don't need to be a face anymore. Maybe she's behind the scenes. You don't know what she do behind the scenes. I don't, and I don't care. Yeah, I, I just want her to stay behind the scenes. Stay behind the scenes. I don't know. It's, I don't want to see your face no more. It's a little... little broke b- bitchish. <laughs> Talk show. Ellen, you're a broke bitch. Ellen's <laughs> a broke bitch. What did I? What did I say? Plus, I think she probably got enough money anyway. You don't have to work I'm, no more. That's what I'm saying. Like talk Retire. shows. Are, that's what I'm saying. Talk shows are for broke bitches. Like hang it up. Hang it up. Like you're already rich. What else do you need to talk about? Wendy Williams, a broke bitch. <laughs> Wendy Williams is interesting. I feel like Wendy Williams is an icon of her own. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. different. It's different. <laughs> White people that talk are broke. Because what else, what do you need to talk about? You said enough! Like, what other, like, I guess, is it a talent, what they do? You're telling me Ellen is talented at talking? I'm thinking about, like, like the Jimmy Fallons and the Kimmels and whatever, like, the little talk shows or whatever. This shit is not interesting. Like, did it take a lot of talent on their end? Like, what do they do? Are we dragging ourselves? No, 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 but... No. We are not dragging ourselves. But these people are not funny. Like, Ellen is not funny. Jimmy <laughs> Fallon is not funny. Jimmy Kimmel's not funny. The other one is not funny. Seth Meyers, he's not funny. These people are not funny. They're not funny. They're not interesting. They're not bringing anything new. They're just promo. They're just places to, for artists to promo their stuff, which is fine. But let's stop giving them more than what they are. It's not anything new. It's not anything dynamic. A lot of these talk shows need to end. <laughs> too many talk shows enough they have their audience there's the people who look like the person and will watch anything they're on it's weird it's cultish a bit much love <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just because i also think okay no let me retract that whole statement that i just said i think that mid-century kind of talk show like that dr phil set ish like that's mm-hmm. Because, like, Z-Way has a new talk show, and I think it's very lovely, and, like, she's doing it very fresh, and, like, this, the 
the whole production is very like fresh and I think that's what a lot of like new talk shows are but any talk show from let's say 1990s to 2008 created during that time it's time to end it's time to end why is Dr. Phil still in this why? true and these th- these shows have been on for like years years mm, somebody's watching it's that's why I say it's broke behavior why are you still talking <laughs> after 30 years bitch what else do you need to say <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> like, shut the hell up! What else do you need to say? Ten years is enough. Ten years is enough. You've interviewed everyone you've possibly wanted to interview. You've talked to everyone on the fucking face of the planet. You're not talking to any, like, independent artists or new people. Enough. <laughs> Pack it up. Pack it up, Delish! Hang it up, flash screen. <laughs> and niggas was tagging uh, Ellen on Twitter. She was not bringing new, fresh talent. So, she couldn't even say that, like, I didn't know these people were out here. Like, people was tagging you on Twitter. Like, just, I don't know. Just in general, white America, middle America content. Yeah. It's for I mean, someone, but. I'm just like, like, it's, it's for y'all, you know? It's, it's for, for y'all. them. It's for them. I just don't understand why it's and so it's, big. Because, I mean, that's a big portion of America. Is it really? Yeah. I it's thought a, most people lived on the coast. It's a lot of them white people, though. You don't think white people on the coast are watching Ellen and shit? White gays that listen to this, because I know there's some of y'all out there. Y'all, y'all was watching Ellen? Let me know. You can even send it via listen. Curious Cat. I just need if to you're know. you're too ashamed. Because I'm trying to, to you should be ashamed that you're listening to this. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. How many ratings was Ellen bringing in? <laughs> Damn, all the shit's talking about how it plummeted 38%. <laughs> I'm sorry, like... Oh, she looked bad in 2004. What Ooh. was this haircut, bitch? Bitch, what is this? Nigga, this emo over-the-eye haircut. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> this set was terrible, too. Stop. Season one had 166 episodes. Season one? These talk shows be like. Enough. Because they would come on like weekly for like long periods of time. So like all them talk type of talk shows be having like hella episodes. Hold on. I need to add this up because it's like each season has over almost 200 episodes. She has 18 seasons. Yeah. Broke bitch behavior. What the fuck else do you need to talk about? <laughs> the discovers talk shows. <laughs> <laughs> I just never. <laughs> contrary to popular belief, I just never watched them. <laughs> Three thousand episodes. Goddamn. Br- pack it they up. Just be on for like half the year every week. Pack it up. Like I feel like it's a bit tiring. No. Pack it up. I don't need. They don't even have like how many people watch the Ellen Show. Like. Oh, I mean, I'm sure it was, like, in the millions. <gasps> At its peak, 2.6 million? Yep. What year was that? No, it doesn't say the year. It just says at its peak. Oh, okay. But she's still getting a 1.5 million viewers. Yep. For Ellen? Y'all find I'm Ellen sexy? You, not our audience. I think our audience is not the ones watching Ellen. I'm just perplexed. Like, them niggas live in a different world, for real. Like, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> 
listen, the all- cultures are truly segregated because I'd be like, who? Y'all are doing what? Y'all are watching who? Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. Hmm. You know what? How much? 50 million? <gasps> per year? Stop. Money? Dollars? Yeah. Hmm. I would never. She like, makes, you could, she could have did that talk show for one season and, and called it quits, quits for life. The fuck else do you need to talk You're about? You're set for life. I'm sorry. After 50 million, I have nothing else to say to you, bitches. I don't. And also, what else do you have to buy after 50 million dollars? What do you need to buy? Mm. What do you need to How much seed? stuff are you buying that you exceed 50 million dollars? She made $287,000 per episode. I'm sorry. I won't even probably see that in my lifetime. I know she ain't spending all that money. She's just sitting on it. I know she is. Give me some of that money, Ellen. We need to live in a post-Ellen society. Pay for your crimes. <laughs> Reparations. You can redeem yourself if you cash at me. Ellen. Do- dollar sign. I know you listen to this. <laughs> 21. 21. Ellen, I know you listen to this podcast or somebody who works for Ellen. Pay us. Reparations. This episode could go away. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Anyway, wishing Ellen all the worst. <laughs> Speaking of the worst, Mixus and Blackish are ending. Hallelujah, Oof. we are saved. Okay, because, I mean, I can't speak for Mixus because why would I even waste my time with that? But Blackish was not good. I won't lie, I did enjoy Blackish the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I was like, yeah, it's kind of, hmm. And Daisy also, Andre's head. character really annoyed me. Yes. I was like, why do you hate your son? Yes, yes, Like, yes. your son just wants you to love him. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very weird behavior, very odd. Very odd. I watched both with my mom uh, when I went home for a few days because we were bored and, like, we like to bond over complaining about TV shows. Common theme, as we can see through my life. <laughs> and both of them are bad. Jennifer Lewis is the saving grace on these shows. She really is. She's great. Love Jennifer Lewis. Love her. She's <laughs> hilarious. Not to mention the continuity and errors between the shows. They should have been like why do we have blackish, grownish, and mixers. We I get the branding. I get the ish branding. I get it. I get it. Didn't need to be three. Yeah, it was a bit much. The one spinoff was already enough. Like, Grownish was already enough. Like, and I was like, that's not even good. is Blackish not Mixish? All right, because we look at that cast. Looking at that cast. There's really only like two 100% black. Well, not counting the grandparents. Like, two Andre and uh, Diane. Mm hmm. The rest of them people are mixed. And I, was I didn't like, even know the boy was mixed. <laughs> And on top of that, like, I don't know. I guess for me, I just always saw blackish, like the word. I thought that just was like meaning mixish. They were just saying it as blackish. Yeah, because I'm like blackish. That implies like kind of kind of right. So I was like, I was like, I never really thought about the title, but I'm just like, what are you trying to convey? Yeah, the yeah. I was like, maybe it's like not. We're not excessively black. Like we're the rich suburban blacks. Like I'm a like I'm a big advertisement guy. and My wife's a doctor. Yeah. And like hmm. We're not like right. the rest of you niggers. Yeah. And then their colorism episode. I feel like that was really the turning point for me. As if it a, wasn't, yeah. I was already annoyed by the show anyway. But I was like, well, I've watched this far. Mm-hmm. What was the <laughs> the colorism episode? It was horrible. It was like 
I forget all the details, but it was like how they were talking about like, oh, like light skinned people like this, like y'all always are talking about me. Da, da, da. And I was like, hold on oh, now, bro. not the the light skins trying to play victim, please, <laughs> God. And like in the end, they like they made Ruby like apologize to to Bo for like some comment she made or whatever. And I was like, after we just talked about how about Ruby's own experience growing up, experiencing colorism, you want her to apologize to the mixie? It's not adding up to me. <laughs> I was like, y'all making the mixie be like the victim? Please. Like, Isn't this a Kenya Barris yes. production? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, Whole shit, politics was all off. I was like, hmm, like this don't sound right to me. And when they tried to address colorism and grownish, y'all failed. Very much. Yeah. Use the lighting to make uh, Chloe and Hallie look darker than they actually Please. were. Instead of just hiring some niggas. Like. Not the, these people they're are a bit, They're people. a bit light skinned, you know? A bit light skinned, isn't it? Yeah. Kenya Barris, you will pay for your crimes. For real. Good thing those things are ending. I, I wanted to, I like, I was almost about to just finish Blackish just because I was like, I'm almost done, but. It's too painful. I like, the last. I think I was on season five or something. I was just like, I can't. Like, it's unbearable. Why does he always look so skeptical? Who? Kenny Barris. <laughs> he just looked like he don't trust niggas. <laughs> like, his head is always just tilted up like, hmm. <laughs> I get it. He think he's serving a look. He's smizing. Oh, he's a Leo. Oh! Not you. <laughs> you know what? Makes sense. Because isn't... All of this kind of like based loosely around what he wants for his life, or like kind what, of kind I of think. is his life. He wanted his him and his light skinned wife and his light skinned family living in their big rich house with the white neighbors. They have oh he you know what he produced Astronomy Club. I could tell. I enjoyed Astronomy Club. It's a sketch show. Kenya Bears. Yeah, executive executive producer. Oh, I did enjoy Astronomy Club. I enjoyed it to, up to a point. Like, it was like it was like a cool, like, high show to watch. Yeah. You know? I liked Astronomy Club, but now that, like, I see that he's the executive producer, I was like, makes sense. <laughs> I see where that came from. It was, I should have, <laughs> I should have known before. <laughs> it's like, you always notice the signs after the fact. After, yeah. You're like, hmm. It's like, I should have known. Ooh, and a writer on Girlfriends. Makes sense. Ooh, very much makes sense. Makes sense. I think I'm still on, like, season two or three of Girlfriends. This shit <laughs> is a mess, man. Black AF. What is that? Do not. Nope. Absolutely Why not. Why is there a hashtag in the title? Ooh, that shit is terrible. I think I watched, like, the first episode. I don't even know if I finished it. I knew it was going to be some trash, but I just wanted to confirm <laughs> that it was some trash. <laughs> they have fucking Rashida Jones playing a black woman. I was Rashida like, Jones. I was like, "Huh? You're actually playing a a black person? You always be these little white passing characters, cause like, that's what you are. I'm but sorry. now you're actually playing like a biracial, and you're supposed to be like I'm supposed to read you as black. I thought that was interesting. I'm sorry, Rashida Jones. Bruh. I was like, you're a little ethnic, and that's it. Like you're not black. And is this supposed to be? Cause he's playing himself. Yeah. Him, his light-skinned wife, and his light-skinned children, and his corny-ass dialogue. Um, do you want me to read you the episode title names? They're all terrible. Please don't. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. First episode name. Because of Slavery. Second one. Because of Slavery 2. Three. 
still dot 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 because of slavery. Four, yup, you guessed it again. This is because of slavery. Five, yo, between me, you and me, this is because of slavery. Six, hard to believe, but still because of slavery. Seven, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but this too is because of slavery. Eight, I know you may not get this, but the reason we deserve a vacation is dot 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 because of slavery. That could have been funny if you had a good show. But it, you don't, so... I've never watched Black AF. Please don't waste your I'm time. sorry, hashtag Black AF. Don't waste your time. I was got a 46 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, like I said, don't waste your time. <laughs> it's, a Kenya, it's a Kenya Bear show. If you don't like Blackish, if you don't like Grownish, if you don't like Mixish, why would you watch another Kenya Bear show? <laughs> oh, of course the opening theme song is by J-Rock. This just all makes sense together. Oh, Lena Waithe appears on the show? Of course she does. On brand. <laughs> like, all of this just makes... <laughs> I'm sorry, all of this just, just... It just makes too much sense together. Issa Rae, you know what? I love you, so I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to act like I didn't see that. I'm going to act like I didn't see that one. <laughs> Ava DuVay, makes sense. DuVernay, yeah. Although I do love Queen Sugar. I do. Tyler Perry appeared on this and it makes sense. This just all makes sense. Lots it makes sense. sense. Scooter Braun? Ain't that uh Ariana Grande? <laughs> <laughs> why is he why is he always in black people business? Stay out of there. <laughs> why is he always in black people business? Like, baby, you manage Ariana Grande, the Bieber Boy, Jay Baldwin, and Demi Lovato. Stay out of black boy business. Stay in your white people's business. Like, I've been saying his name a little too much. A mm. little too much. Education, Emory University. Hashtag no degree. That's what it says on fucking Wikipedia. For Kenny Barris? No. Uh, oh. Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't believe they actually made a show called Hashtag Black AF. Didn't know that before. Makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm just like, how like how many times are you going to do, like, the whole light-skinned family and then tell me this is, like, supposed to be, like, the black American yeah. family? Like, if I wanted to see a dark man with light-skinned women, I would just simply go back home to PG County. Like, we got that already. We already seen that. We seen we, it. We seen it. We seen it on the screen, too. Yeah, a lot. A lot. We've had enough. And especially when they want to be like this blackity black black like spokesperson of blackness. But, it's like most of the niggas in the country don't even look like that. Yeah. Like. Yeah. We are all brown to dark skin. Hello. Lot. Yeah. 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 I'm a bit tired of it, love. Don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. My, my mom was complaining about it too. She was like, how times I ask these damn light skins on this TV. I was like, well, ma'am, you're pushing it as well, but... <laughs> she's not really pushing it. She on that border. Mm, no, she's not. She not. <laughs> she's not on the border. She was like, these light skins on my TV talking about black and black, black, black. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> Speaking of blackity, black, 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 uh, some blackity, black, black, black music. Yep, I listened to Eve's tumor. Am I saying it correctly? I think so. Okay, if I'm not saying it right, someone tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to Eve's tumor album, Heaven to a Tortured Mind. This shit is amazing. It's in different areas. Like, I don't even have the words to describe 
the frequencies like that it's in different <laughs> areas from the music like it's in different areas it's in different areas like medicine burn is etched into the lining of my brain <laughs> <laughs> that song is so good i was like wow like it's a this bi- is i think i know it's scientific i do, but i don't know what it is but it's something scientific it's a bit iconic me thinks okay a bit iconic a bit iconic yeah <laughs> and it sounds like an arctic monkey song like I don't, I don't know if I was thinking about that song, but, like, one of his other songs mm-hmm. on there, too, also sounded like Arctic Monkeys. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I was like, I hear the vibes. I hear the vibes. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, taking me back to kind of, like, early high school rock. Like, that kind of sound. Like, I love that sound. Like, yes. Yeah. It's just good. It's just good. Very music. comforting, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know what genre I would describe it as, but any other suggestions for artists that make this genre? I would like to hear. Yeah. Uh, this week I went back and listened to Ego Death. What a timeless album. What a timeless. That is really iconic. Like, in 20 years, Ego Death is still gonna go off. I like, will be playing Gabby at the cookout. Sure will. And, you know, I was at the skate park and I was listening to music, and this guy came up to me. He was like, oh, what you listening to? And I was like, oh, the internet. And he was like, you look like you would listen to that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> But they are. They're my favorite band. Like I do feel like people who listen to the internet have a look. Yeah. There's definitely a look. Yeah. (laughs) It makes sense. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. I was a stan. I don't know. It depends on the next album if I'm going to continue. Yeah. I mean, Hive Mind was good. I think it's very good listening music. It's not etched into my brain. You know, I just think, I just don't think they're going to top it. Those first three albums, though, like in general, I'm sorry. Each one got better. Each one got better. Do you want to do some I don't know cooking? if Feel Good is better than Purple Naked Ladies. Oh, stop playing. I would, I think, I like Purple Naked Ladies better than Feel Good. I can see where you're coming from. Disagree. Because, I mean, let me pull up the track list. Let's go through it. Off the top, I'm like, cocaine, you don't know, give a fuck. I just looked at love, my Spotify love, and like, all of them besides Web of Me is hearted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, those little mini ones at the end like uh what was it love song love song is my yeah. shit that's my favorite song of all time visions and the garden those little minute tracks oh yeah oh yeah yeah and like she knows cocaine Con- um lincoln is good yeah <sighs> fire fire but also i'm like but feel, feel good, good has don't you i have everything on here favorited running is fire also yeah. partners in crime part two Yes. Partners in Crime Part, part two. 2. Best song in that album. Bitch. So good. Wanders of the Mind. I love also that with Mike fire. Miller. Yeah. I also like Matt's Apartment, too. Yes. Like, love a nice instrumental. Mm, love that. Also, the first track of Purple Naked Ladies. The, like, mm-hmm. just instrumental. Fire. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Ego Death. Wow. What an album. Amazing album. Had to spin the block on that one. I might listen to Purple Naked Ladies when we get off. <laughs> I'm telling you, that album was so good. It really was. They were ahead of their time. Ahead of their time. And the music still holds up? With Cocaine, they were ahead of their time. And that was one of their first, like, productions. They were ahead of their time doing Cocaine Ahead of in the general. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I remember listening to that because 2011, I had to be, like, 14, 14, 15. And, like, I started, like, using the internet for real, and I, like, found their whole stuff. And I was like, cocaine? I was like, nah, these niggas are joking. Yeah, I was like, niggas just be writing shit. You know, they don't you be... Know, you know, 
Oh, no, ma'am. No, nah, they was doing cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that, that's okay. That's okay. Everyone, read Drug Use for Grown Ups by Dr. Carl Hart. Maybe we need to go back to using cocaine and make some more music off that shit. You know what I mean? I mean, in in the in his book, he does argue that drug use in low responsible doses is actually beneficial. Mm-hmm. And ego death, they were definitely on acid. Because I was like, acid, ego death? I was like, like, maybe we need to do some more drugs. Like, drugs, when taken responsibly, actually benefit you. What's that other drug? That little ayahuasca? Maybe ayahuasca, we need- DMT, um, I know at least one of you niggas is listening to this <laughs> from the band. Maybe take ayahuasca. Make some music. I, <laughs> I, would, I like to see Maybe that. they've already taken ayahuasca. I would like an album on ayahuasca. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> This week's episode is sponsored by us. You can support us by becoming a member of our Patreon or sending us something on Cash App at $1.5Lesbians. If you have something you'd like us to promote on a future episode, you can send us an email to oneandahalflesbianspod at gmail.com for more info. Now let's get back into the show. This week we watched P-Valley, a season one. We watched episodes one and two, and you can watch with us on Discord. Sometimes the stream is a little laggy, you know, but if you don't mind, you can watch with us on Discord mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Saturdays at 7 p.m. We had a nice little turnout this week, too, so thanks yeah. everybody who came. Um, Wow, what a great start to this show, episode one. Like, Yeah, I really like this show already. I do, I do. Hope that it doesn't turn for the worse. Um, but it starts with this girl and she's pulling an old suitcase out of the water with some expensive looking stuff and i peep a ysl purse and maybe some like expensive like corporate clothing and there's also an id and it says lakeisha savage honestly i can't tell if it's the same person that's picking on the water and her face on the id okay i couldn't tell i was like i was like it's another light skin but it wasn't the same person oh okay okay so then we cut to a scene and she's on a bus. She's definitely been like beat up or scraped up, maybe deliberately. And they call for a rest stop, like a 15 minute rest stop. And then at the rest stop, after she's done smoking her cig, the guy's like, oh, everybody come back to the bus. Like we're about to leave. She just picks up her suitcase and starts fucking walking. And he's yeah. like, hey, where are you going? <laughs> it's just like, okay, girl, like you, you even know where you are. Like, I think not. Mm, maybe not. We cut to another scene and she's in a bathroom dyeing her hair and perming it, uh, I guess to conceal her identity or maybe match the identity that's on the ID. Still unclear. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, going new identity? Missing person? Missing person. Yeah, like escaping someone. Mm-hmm. Like, And then we're like into the club, the pink, and we're following uh, one of the dancers, Mercedes, into the dancers only room. And they're just like chatting and all that. And then Mississippi comes in with like a busted head because some dumb customer. <laughs> and then um, she needed Mercedes to like finish her set for her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'll give you a blunt. She's like, you don't need to give me more than a blunt. Yes, bitch. Because I'm telling you, you just got busted in the head with a bottle. I'm sorry. Blunt's not going to kick it. Yeah. And then the girl from before is like trying to get in the line at the club with her stolen outfit and new identity. Mm-hmm. 
And the bouncer was like, nah, bitches, is $30. And she was like, the guy in front of me just paid 20 was like, bitches, is 30 <laughs> Like, what type of backwards ass shit? Shouldn't the men be paying more? Well, I guess at strip clubs, like, it's assumed that, like, women are just there and oh. not going to actually throw cash and not be in, in, involved with, like, the women. So I think that's why the price hike. All right. I guess. <laughs> But then she starts bargaining. She's like, oh, I'll give you $20 in my email. Your email? Bitch, is this 1997? And you're not that cute for real. Let's be real. Bitch. And he's like, cute. Back in the line. Yeah. But then she says there's a side for like this booty battle competition, which the prize is only $50, but that's her ticket into the club. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely felt like there needed to be more money involved, but I think that kind of speaks to, like, how poor the area is and, like, how yeah. little opportunity there is. Yeah, and, like, all the B-roll, it's, like, everything kind of looks a bit run down. Mm-hmm. So we cut to Mercedes, and she's telling this man she's giving a lap dance to. She's like, keep your hands to yourself, keep them where I can see them. And he keeps touching her. So she grabs a bottle, cracks it on the table, and points it at him, trying to threaten him. And then the bouncer comes in and basically throws him out. So then we cut to outside. The guy's, like, obviously very drunk and, like, on the floor. And he's like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. So another character who is Uncle Clifford. And then the police come inside to handle it and investigate. And apparently there is a no tequilas and titty law due to the new mayor. So that's what the police and Clifford are arguing about. And he was kind of threatening them a little bit. He was like, oh, like you best not be serving no liquor. Like, nah, nah, you know how the new mayor is. And then Clifford, like, gave him some cash. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we just... We paying niggas under the table so we can get away with our shit. Get my wing box full of ones. I mean, because honestly, like, no titties and no liquor. I'm sorry. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? It might as well be closed. So the booty popping competition is getting underway. The rules are you got two minutes to pop it. Not booty popping. That's basically what it was. You got two minutes to pop it and you get $50 and a hot plate. And I was like, you know what? Fair. I guess. I was like, I feel like it should be 100, but that's just me. <laughs> At least. Make it a nice round number. You know, but you know, I know they struggling. Uncle Clifford's struggling with the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the new girl from before, whose name is Autumn, she comes in here with no gear on, no lingerie, looking like she just came from a fucking corporate picnic. Bitch is wearing a knee-length skirt and a blouse. Right. I was like, you look like you're ready to go to work, sweetie. <laughs> Not ready this Ready to go work. to the office. <laughs> And she's real bougie, too, because one of the girls complimented her person. She was like, oh, is that Yves Saint Laurent? And then she was like, Laurent? And I was like... Because she said, all, she said like, is that, like, Yvonne Saint Laurent? <laughs> I was like, okay, bitch. She's, like, she's like, Yves Saint Laurent? I was like, you, that's not even your purse. <laughs> I was like, girl, y'all both battling for the same plate of wings. Like, shut the fuck up. Right, like, girl, you here to win $50. Okay. This new identity. This new, missile YSL. <laughs> And then, like, Clifford is, like, asking her, like, what her name is. And she's like, Autumn. Autumn Night. And like, all poetic, oh, poetic and shit. And, shit. and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one-liners really make this whole show. Like, yeah, I think that was, like, a really... That, that's what I really loved about all this episode was all the one-liners and one, the one-off things. Mm-hmm. Especially from Uncle Clifford. Mm-hmm. Mercedes comes into Uncle Clifford's office and tells him that she's retiring because, like, apparently the stripper retiring age is 25. 
Yep. <laughs> and Clifford starts crying because, like, that's his best bitch. Right. The she the moneymaker. She the moneymaker. Like, what are we going to do without Mercedes Sunday? That's, that's the cornbread and collard greens right there, okay? okay. That's the meat and potatoes of this whole operation. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But they start the little competition, and Autumn's in the club having, like, some type of flashback PTSD thing while she's dancing. But she powers through and eventually wins the competition. By and- the grace of colorism, because... <laughs> <laughs> it's giving light skin privilege because i was like what does she do when they're throwing the money i was like is this a dream is she dreaming that they that they're throwing all this money on her this like- bitch was doing the worm standing up straight on stage i was like are you kidding i really thought she was dreaming she I was, was not like, shaking shit i was like surely they're not really throwing money at her because she's not doing anything and they knew better than to show us the rest of the girls because it would have looked bad it would have looked bad <laughs> They're like, we have a winner. And then back in the backstage room, there was another one-liner where she goes, oh, yeah. my." He was like, "Your oh, yeah, your hair. And then she was like, yeah, I got Indian in my family. I was like. <laughs> right. And Mercedes was like, girl, that's a Peruvian bundle. <laughs> <laughs> so Mercedes in the back room announces to the whole team that she's leaving. And everybody's sad because she's the best dancer. And she's a moneymaker. Like, all the tip outs. Yeah, that's all her. Yep. I think Clifford actually, like, kind of out of her because she was like, oh, like, I meant to tell y'all mm-hmm. that I was leaving because he had the little uh, flyer flyer thing. And side note, what are Uncle Uncle Clifford's pronouns? Because I swear in these whole first and second episodes, no one ever... Nobody ever said... That's why I just kept referring to them okay. as them. But I know as we get further in the episode, like, Clifford was like, one man. And I was like, okay, she, her? I was like, I'm not... Unclear. Just gonna Unclear. use them. Yep. And Autumn goes up to Mercedes' locker and is like, is this locker taken? Um, and she was like, girl, I'm not gone yet. This is high yellow bitch. Slow your roll. Like, how are you bougie at the booty club? She was like, y'all get all high off this booty battle crown, but best believe you're not gonna last a week. Exactly. She was like, first of all, I'm the supreme. <laughs> she said, I am your lead. <laughs> Just I am your lead. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> so we cut back to Autumn's apartment, I guess, after Her every dusty ass apartment. Yeah, it's bare bones. Bare bones. Like she's looking at pictures on her daughter of her daughter on her cracked phone, and then she spills the alcohol on the phone, so she loses all the photos, like the phone cuts yeah. off because of the damage. It was like all that empty space and you hmm. couldn't <laughs> couldn't land couldn't drop that bottle nowhere, nowhere else. else. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm, but I guess she is pretty drunk in this scene. True. So yeah. it's a little. I won't blame you. I won't blame you yet. <laughs> we also, of course, because we couldn't be in the South without the obligatory church scene. And Mercedes' mom is like singing and preaching in the front. Yeah. And Mercedes is in the pew. She's just like sitting down, just like stank face. Everybody else is standing up, enjoying praise and worship. And I'm just like, mm, I know you don't want to be here. I don't even know why you came, girl. You grown ass woman. Right. She, like, put some money in the offering and it looked like she, like, took it out of some man's wallet that she, like, glanced at. I didn't mm-hmm. know what that was about because I don't think he ever appeared again. No, no, no. That was the preacher. How I understood it was she was taking money from her own. Like, she took out $100 and dropped in the pew and the guy that looked at her was the preacher. And he was just kind of, like, surprised that she was giving so much money. Oh, okay. Because I was like, that looked like a little ID in the wallet. It looked like him. Yeah, I didn't get it until later. So I was confused. I didn't understand that until much later, which... Because I was like, does she have his wallet? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, she she had his ID. I think maybe he came to the club or something, and she was, like, trying to give the ID back. Like, Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, he like recognized nice her, from her from the, the club. club. Yeah. Okay. But you don't kind of get that until later. Yeah. But he looked surprised that she was there. And I was like, strippers tip to the Lord too. Okay. She said, shit, I'm going to give my offering and dip. She and walked like, right out. Right the fuck out. <laughs> Again, I love the B-roll in the show. It does a really, really, really good job of capturing like the scenery, like what's around, like kind of the small town poverty, like the rule, the rundown that like everybody is struggling. And it's just beautifully shot. Like I think it's just very lovely shot. Like the scenes, like the angles, the lighting, it's just really, really nicely shot. Yeah. And just like we need a church scene, of course we need some weird ass man. Yep. This guy is just like, just like in his car, just like taking pictures of like the building and like, like, um, the guys from the pink, like taking out the trash and like Mm -hmm. picking something up from there. I was like, contraband? Mm -hmm. I understood it to maybe be because they have like the, the no tequila and titties law. Like maybe they're taking out, like he's taking pictures of them taking out the trash, which probably has the liquor bottles in there. Mm. And he's like trying to catch them in the act for whatever reason. And speaking of people from the club, Clifford gets dressed up in like this presentable menswear to go deposit the check for the club's rent, which is a bad check. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. Like we were just watching him just like de-feminize mm-hmm. himself. I was like, but it's not really. I was like, <laughs> mm, it's not working. I was like, no wig and no nails does not make a non-feminine man. <laughs> I was also like, does not everyone in the town already or know? Maybe not a man. Not sure. But uh, yeah, I was like, maybe, does not everyone in the town already know what you look like? This is not fooling anyone. I, I guess know. to maybe look presentable and be like, oh, like I'm coming here. But I think it would have made like a bigger statement if he walked in there. Like, I think the m- dressing down was like to humble himself because he already didn't have the cash. Mm. He already was giving them a bad check. He's already given them a bad check before. He's already behind on. Oh, true. Yeah, don't want to look all fancy with with the nails done and everything. Exactly, and you can't you can't go up there and be like, I just need two more weeks. Well, bitch, why did <laughs> you get your nails done then? Right. They're like, like, oh, like just you know, save it till next week. I post dated it. I'm mm-hmm. like, so you don't got it. So you don't got it. <laughs> Seems like the club's in trouble, money wise. Definitely. But then we cut to Mercedes who. indeed does have a life outside of dancing Mm -hmm. she like teaches like this young like dance group this girl's dance group and they're like training in the parking lot for this dance crown and she's like kind of tough on them too i feel like it's giving a little tough love Mm -hmm. like oh like my coach she just like that you Mm -hmm. know (laughs) yeah they wasn't going hard enough so she was like give me 50 toe touches right now and they were like one two i was like doing half ass (laughs) toe touches you know what better than i could do yeah, definitely. Except one of them, y'all wasn't even t- jumping off the ground. I saw you in the middle there. <laughs> she said, I'm not doing that shit. And for some reason, her mom is there being all judgy about Mercedes, the girls, the booty money. Like, she was like, that girl is too big to be wearing them shorts. And I'm like, it is a child. Right. She was like, her mom okay with it? Next. <laughs> and talking about booty money. But that booty money helped the church fund uh for the month, didn't it? Okay, like Mercedes like gave her this bag of cash and her mom's like, oh, like I can't believe like I let you hide your booty money in a church building fund. And I'm like, mm, but you but you need that booty money. And you smoking on a cart. I was like, vape? Vape? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was confused. The irony but... is outstanding. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. She's just annoying. She's just like, oh, that booty money. But then she's like, yeah, give me that money, though. Exactly. Begging for that money. Like, you need that booty money. Why aren't, <laughs> aren't you in support of her? 
So I guess the club's not the only one with money problems. It seems like Mercedes is the only one in this town with any type of money. Yeah. I mean. I mean. She's a cream of crop of the. uh, (laughs) The creme de la creme. Creme de la creme of the pink. Like. (laughs) The booty de la booty. I mean, and well deserved. Yeah. So back at the club to get more money, I guess. Uncle Clifford is increasing the tip out amount for each of the dancers. So like raises it to pretty much 15%. And of course, everybody's angry because they're losing more money. They start arguing about who's not paying their fair share and whatnot. But Mercedes was like, bitch, it's because my ass is fat that y'all getting any type of money. So stay mad. But I mean, also, they be saying that she's skipping out on their tip out at the end of the night. And you know what? I would too if you flat booty bitches. And that's unfair. If you flat booty bitches could shake it a little faster, maybe you can make some money just like me. (laughs) I think the one who was talking was like a bartender because I saw her at the bar later. Well, if you could sling so, them drinks a little better, maybe you could get some more tips, bitch. <laughs> she was like, like, being my girl, my girl pocketbook getting fucked up. Like, I feel like if they gotta do tip out, everybody gotta do tip out. Okay, okay. That's what it's supposed to be. Yes, that's what it's supposed to be. But, you know, when, when you, you know, when you the meat and potatoes of the foundation, Mm-mm. why I gotta share with you flat booty bitches? Right. And she said, I don't know what y'all gonna do without this Mississippi bread chitlins and cornbread fed booty. And I was just like, right. the rest I don't need know to... what they gonna do either. Me either, Mercedes. Mm. The rest of y'all need to start eating the cornbread and the collard greens and the chitlins and all that shit. Okay. <laughs> Have y'all on a diet. A firm weight gain, booty gain <laughs> diet. But then, um... Mississippi walks in with her baby and her, she got a black eye and she's like bruised. She was like, I fell. And of course, everybody knows she didn't fall. And then one of the other girls takes the baby. So then her and Uncle Clifford can talk a bit and they're like patching up her wounds and all that. And she was like, oh, like I hit him first. And I was like, no one even asked you a question. And nobody believed you either. So we know that's not the truth. And she was talking about, yeah, he loves me. And Clifford's like, you know, I know that type of love. Like it make you stay because you feel something. And then talks about their own experience with abuse and how to get it to end. Just poured a pot of hot grits on his dick. Make it stop. Yep. It's like, ain't nothing but a little hot grit on the ding-a-ling. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Mississippi, because she got a whole bunch of scars. Because in, um, in the first scene when we meet her, like, she had the blood on the side of the head yeah. from the other person. It was like, she already got, like, I think that was, like, an accident. Yeah, that was from the customer. But I remember the white girl was like... You know, you could hide this one with hair, but we could see the rest of them. Oh, yeah. There was one, like, like on the top of, like, her neck, her mm-hmm. collarbone. And, like, yeah. She was like, mm, the floss ain't gonna cover that one. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she get out of there. Get I out of there so. soon, Mississippi. I like how this show makes all of the characters multifaceted so soon. So it doesn't feel like a surprise in later episodes when it's like, oh, they have a life outside of there. Like, it's already included in the first episode and, like, in our first meeting of them that they have additional things that they do besides dancing. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good setup to making them, like, more dynamic characters. Um, But if we flash back to earlier when Clifford was in the money shop trying to drop off the check, there was a bunch of day laborers in there. And Clifford told him, to come on down to the pink to deposit their checks because they wouldn't charge as much to deposit the money. Well, they came down to the pink to deposit the money. And Uncle Clifford notices a bunch of them have checks from the Promised Land Equities Company. And Uncle Clifford's like, who's that? Like, You're going to find out. You're going to find out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love also in the show the random wild displays of wealth in such a poor town. It's so yeah. hood rich. 
very much. Like, like random big ass shiny cars, <laughs> random niggas with just like designer on, and then contrasted by these rundown buildings. Right. And it's like, hmm. And especially the fact they're also faking the wealth. Yeah. And it's like, why do you need to do that? Literally, like, this little no-name rapper and his crew are pulling up in their little lime green Hummer. The third edition, so it's not even the most expensive one. <laughs> and they come out, they're like, oh, like, we got these stacks. And they come out with these little uh, floral... Uh, Foam uh, blocks. Yeah, these little floral block things. And they're like, oh, like, let's pour the, the drink on it and make it heavy. So they mm-hmm. put it in the bag with the rest of the stacks. And it's like, who are we trying to fool? Who are we trying to impress? Just walk in with your light bag. They already had, like, a couple stacks on them. I'm like, just walk in with the bag already. It's okay. You and No Name Mississippi. Right, talking about, oh, like, my name is Lil Murder. I'm one of the hottest rappers on the streets right now. The streets of what? You don't even got a good song. The streets of what? The streets of his block-like shit. (laughs) I ain't never seen no shit like that. You know them floral blocks that you put in the flower when you got, you stick them fake flowers in? That's what we talking about. The little green blocks you get from the dollar store. They pour (laughs) some liquid on that to make it heavier and put it in a fake, fake Louis Vuitton uh, bag. Right. Like, who are we trying to impress here? For real. And then have the nerve to want to try and skip the line. Like, you don't yeah. know who I am? I'm a little Murder. Who? You're a who? Murder ass to the back of the line. Security said, I don't know nobody except VIP. Like, <laughs> I don't know y'all. Exactly. <laughs> Inside the club, though, Uncle Clifford is holding the baby and getting the dancers ready for the very important penises that is coming. <laughs> There, there are some very important penises out there. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what important people, because when we pan to them, I'm like, they never really introduced those characters, like, as the important Who, ones. The like The other dancers? No, the VIP that they're talking about. They're like, oh, there's VIP tonight, there's VIP. I'm like, who's the VIP? Oh, it's just niggas. But I was like, I felt like if they were important, like, maybe we uh, They're not know. important to us. Oh, they're not important to us, just But to it's them. just like the VIP section. Oh, okay, 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 I got you, gotcha, yeah. got gotcha. you. So they're probably actually spending some money. Mm. And, like, Clifford wants Mercedes to show Autumn around and, like, how to, like, spot the guys and everything. And they're, like, going around and, like, kind of testing her a bit on, like, how. Or, like, who actually has money to spend and who's not, who to not waste time on. Because at first she picks the, they were like, okay, which one's the nigga with money? And she picks the one with the $850 shoes on. And she was like, yeah, money on the feet and not in the pocket. She was like, that one over there, the quiet one with the stature. She was like, look how he hold himself. I was like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how she wouldn't think he's the one with money off the top. I'd already knew that one. She don't know shit about nothing. (laughs) I was like. She just hopped off on a. On a bus stop in nowhere, Mississippi. Podunk. Chuckalisa. Chuckalisa. <laughs> yeah, hopped off in Podunk, and I don't know. I was like, I was like, that seemed a little easy to me, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just too street smart. <laughs> just too, you know. Goodbye. <laughs> but yeah, I like the bouncer too. Speaking of men, I like the bouncer. He seems nice, and he like cares for the girls. Cause in the back outside mississippi um she's breastfeeding her baby and he comes in and he's like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to walk in on you and she's like no you can sit down it's fine and he sees the scars and then he's like you know i can handle a nigga if you need me to yeah i was like girl take him up on the offer like kill that nigga right but she was like nah like many many uh many folks you killed over there like you don't need another body in your conscious i was like oh that nigga but i was like but this would be justice no a little bit. 
Mm. Make this go away. Okay. Plus, he watches the baby for her after it's her turn to dance. Yeah, and then she when she went up to, to perform, I was kind of mesmerized. It wasn't throwing enough money for me. I was like, wow, like, you really doing all the tricks. I was like, shout out to the, the actual stripper they hired to do all them scenes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was not throwing enough money for me. Like, she was floating on that pole, and the air was empty. Yeah. Like, Easily should have... Emptied your pockets immediately. Im- immediately. <laughs> and Mercedes is the OG for real, because when she meets little Murda and they're in the VIP room, she clocks the fake bricks immediately. He's like, you know, I got like four bands on me. She's like, yeah, more like two with them fake bricks in there. Right. And he's like, oh, damn. Like. Right. She was like, I saw them. He was like, okay, then, yeah, it's five stacks then. All right. <laughs> She's like, four, because you wasted a whole stack on these hoes in here. But these color-struck Negroes, she's, right. like, trying to get all the stacks for herself. And, of course, they're interested in Autumn, who is on stage fucking doing the worm. She can't even shake shit. Uh, I'm so, Like, she sucks. She fucking sucks. She sucks. <laughs> she fucking sucks. And they were just like, whoa, I might, I might got to spend my money over Niggas that Niggas said that way. is Beyonce's cousin I was over like, there. Beyonce? Beyonce? And I think earlier when she was trying to get in... The um, security guard Diamond was like, get your Rihanna looking ass out here. And I was like, Rihanna? She's not even a pretty light-skinned girl. I'm sorry. Like, she's okay. But, like, she's not even, like, a gorgeous light-skinned girl. Like A lot of them don't be gorgeous. They just be light-skinned. Hello! <laughs> Swing it up! <laughs> I was like, you're not even a, like, I don't know. I also feel like she's got dead eyes. Like, Well, I think that's part of her character, too. It's just dead inside i guess no but like the niggas in this show are really doing a lot <laughs> they're giving her a lot they're giving a her a lot, lot. Like, that'd be outside cousin like, let's go over there but then mercedes was like nah we gonna flip this let's let's do it together mm-hmm. <laughs> so then she like goes up to autumn and is like oh like they want us both in vip and she's like vip like uncle clifford didn't say i was gonna do that girl um i'm sorry you're gonna have to loosen up yeah, she was like, like you got to come up off them training wheels. Like, Quickly. you don't learn to handle yourself. And who better to learn from than the OG? Exactly. Yeah, I get that she's nervous, but you definitely gonna have to loosen up. Because when they were dancing together, like, Mercedes was trying to, like, give the fantasy, you know? Like, touch yeah. her boobs and stuff. And she was like, don't. She was, like, like moving no, her hand. touch me. And I was like, girl, you're in the VIP room. I was like, also, baby, it's boobies. And also, I'm like, she knew she'd have to show them at some point, yeah? As you could already dance. see them through the shirt. The shirt was wet. It was see-through. And also, Autumn is really boring as a dancer. Very. Just boring. But she still gets the attention of that guy. He was like, red bone, hey, red bone, look this way, look this way. And she, like, wasn't looking at him. And then he tried to grab her. I was like, whoa, now. And I guess <laughs> I got some double mirrors in that shit or something, because the bouncer came up and was like, hey, don't make me have to wrap any balls around this nigga's neck. <laughs> <laughs> the one-liners make the show. The one-liner, I don't think, I don't think I would... I still would enjoy the show, but I enjoy it even more because yeah. of the little... Yeah, it's just good. The little I country like the ass sayings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love a good country saying. <laughs> I love a good country saying. So, um, Mercedes is dancing on the main guy, which is a little murder. And she's like, oh yeah, like we could take it to the paradise room, blah, blah, blah. And she leaves Autumn by herself. But Autumn is very, very nervous right. being here I was by like, herself. Why would you do that? You're supposed to show her the ropes. You know what? She needed to buck up. I guess, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't have left her alone. Yeah, maybe not. Like, maybe would have taken her with me or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I think she already ain't like her. So mm-hmm. she's like, girl, whatever. Let me go get this money. 
We go to VIP, bitch. You go to VIP. Why does nigga play in her, his damn music? It's just like a nigga to play your mixtape, no matter the situation. Like. And he was like, she was like, this is some slaw. This is terrible. Right, she was like, my booty can't bump to this. Because I think he wanted her to dance to his song during her set on Sunday, which is Mercedes Sundays. Yeah. But she was just like, like, this is not good. Like, and these lyrics, like, you rapping in cursive or what? Like, <laughs> He was like, this is some trap reggae soul. I was like, oh, God. You're this shit on my badonkadonk. <laughs> and he was like, oh, like, fuck all my stacks then. And she was like, that's fine. Who needs your money when a bitch got artistic integrity? And you know what? She's right. I was like, I know that's right, I Mercedes. know that's right. Mercedes is my favorite character. Let these niggas know when they shit sucks. Okay? Because more of y'all need to hear it. <laughs> but back in the main vip room uh autumn gets stashed up by one of the niggas and the bouncer keeps that promise of wrapping a nigga balls around his neck because they start getting (laughs) fucked up nah what really had me dead though was he when before the bouncer came back in she he was like oh come on shawty come have some of this champagne with me i was <laughs> I was like champagne, champagne, <laughs> and, and she, she was like, like sparkling wine. And he was like, "Oh, you think?" And everybody, the guys were laughing at him. He was looking like, "Whoa!" He was like, "What, Redbone? You think you better than us?" And I was like, first of all, Redbone." I was like, "We're pushing it." All right, yellow at best. <laughs> what even is the difference between yellow bone and red? Red bones the same are to me. Red bones are supposed to be like brown skin. Yellow bones are like light skin. I blame Little Wayne. Oh, I blame Little Wayne. To me. I blame Little Wayne. He's the one that started all that shit. Are both of them not referring to a lighter skinned woman? It's a lighter skinned woman, but Redbone connotates that as a darker, lighter skinned woman. Oh, brother. It's annoying. Okay, so it's giving like Meg. Yeah. Like Meg, Meg is, is a, like Redbone. Meg but her is Redbone. Friends at a yellow bone. Yeah. <laughs> precisely, precisely. <laughs> I was like, Redbone? Mm, no, but it's definitely okay. yellow. And the fact that we're even categorizing such slight differences, like... Insanity. White people have done a number on us. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> but Murda goes to apologize to Autumn, uh, but runs into Uncle Clifford instead, who can't allegedly hear him and pulls him into the room, and they start giving each other the eyes for real. Right. I was kind of here for it. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I was like, also... Uncle Clifford knows how to pick him because in an earlier scene when they were at the money the money place, he tapped on the guys and he was like, yeah, he was like, I got some extra tequila for you too, poppy. And I was <laughs> like, oh, how do you know when they, how do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I just said, listen, I don't know, but I'm going to just put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, murder's all touching his face and they giving each other the eyes. I think the... I think the assumption is that they they eventually fuck. We're not sure, though. I'm not sure if they did or not. I want to say, yeah. I want to say Clifford fucked Murda. Because I know in a later scene, like, Murda was like, oh, yeah, you couldn't even take my dick if you wanted to. He was like, your dick, I know it's not that big, blah, blah, blah. But they're, like, cutting to scenes where they're, like, very intimate. I couldn't couldn't tell what those scenes were. They were so short, like, the little flashbacks. I couldn't Mm -hmm. tell if it was, like like someone else like it reminded him of or mm. if it was him i think it was them because they were in the same blue room with all the clouds oh it looked like different lighting it wasn't the same blue oh. room it looked like a different i just assumed they were flashbacks but maybe not i don't know i was unsure it's very obvious that these niggas got the hots of each other though 
Yeah. Because he was like, oh, like, you the manager around here? Like, yeah, I can complain to you. And and Clifford was like, what's to complain about? Like, we got white bitches, yellow bone bitches, red bone bitches. We got this. We got wings. We got Molly. And he was like, oh, so like, y'all get everything but what I really need. And I was like, he <laughs> said he wants some of you, Clifford. <laughs> so what you really need? <laughs> and then Clifford was like, oh, like, this nigga trying to make me blush or whatever. Blah, blah. And he was like, you know, I'll I lay motherfuckers out. Like, that's why they call me Lil' the Murder. murder. <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then he was he's like, in fact, I got something that'll murder you. I thought he was about to whip out his dick. I really did. I was like, this would be kind of corny, but also, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. <laughs> I like to see it. <laughs> but then he put his fucking headphones in his ear and playing Clifford's his damn music. And Clifford ass digmatized, I guess. Stop. <laughs> It's just like a nigga. A nigga will literally, in the middle of a sexual situation, be like, hey, you want to hear my new music? Nah, what? Mm-hmm. You weren't in the mood, nigga. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I was like, now why? Well, now why the fuck would I want to hear you? He said, y'all going to play my shit by any means. By any means <laughs> necessary. Because once it hits the strip club, it hits the streets, okay? All right. But outside, we cut to Autumn after she's ran outside from the VIP room, I guess traumatized. Yeah, she was, like, having flashbacks to, like, some guy, like, pulling the gun to her and, Mm -hmm. like, chasing her and stuff. And here comes this photography nigga again talking about he taking photos for real estate because he forgot to take them in the daytime. Um, he was like, Wait till the morning. Right, he was like, oh, like, you know, like, during the day, this place goes ghost. Like, now the spots turn alive. And I was like, "Mm, hmm, okay, sure. But apparently he has some photos to back it up, so, so um, mm. His name is Andre Watkins, and he said he ain't got no vice. And Autumn said she don't trust no nigga without a vice. And I agree. <laughs> the fuck? <clears throat> you don't got no vice? You want nothing that cripple you? I don't trust you. Something. He keeping a secret. Exactly. Mm. But then he's, like, leaving. He's like, oh, it was a pleasure to meet you, Autumn. And then she said, actually, it's Haley. I'm like, why? Why would you tell him your name? Why are you giving out your government? If that's even your real government. Why why cut the fantasy? Hmm. Don't know. I don't know. I was like, do the writers want, want us to see something happening between them? Why? <sighs> I don't want to see it. I don't like it. Neither one of them is sexy, love. Like, she has zero sex appeal. And so does he. And dead eyes. <laughs> so I guess that's why they're perfect together. I mean, I guess he's okay. I don't know. Whatever. He's ugly to me. He just looks just a man to me. Stupid. He looks dumb in the face. <laughs> but I guess Clifford is digmatized because it's Mercedes Sunday and he's playing murder song when she walk in. Okay. And then also for like more one-liners for the show when the DJ was about to announce, he was like, y'all ready? I know that brown FUBU t-shirt over there. They've right? been cooking his ass all night. Mercedes said, all right, brown FUBU t-shirt. <laughs> Like, if you're not throwing no ones, get the fuck out of here, brown fubu t-shirt. I was like, damn, what a fubu do? <laughs> and then the DJ was like, I know, he ready than a motherfucker. Saucy ass, big, forces ass, big ass nigga. I was like, oh my <laughs> And he said, what's your bald head? <laughs> <laughs> they was cooking that fubu nigga all night. He oh was looking goodness. a little hurt. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? It is at least 2011 in this scenery. You're wearing a fubu t-shirt and it's brown. I, I mean, honestly, I was like... Like, you could get roasted at any moment. Like, okay. Any moment. <laughs> Don't ever get too comfortable. <laughs> Live life on the edge. <laughs> so, when Mercedes walks out, she literally stops and stares at the DJ and he's like, rewind. I was like, yeah, I know that's right. Change so it back. Change that shit. 
like she said, like she said, my booty can't bump to that. <laughs> and I, yeah, like I'm not gonna do it. But Mercedes killed the set. I didn't see enough money though. I th- there was a lot of money on the stage. Should have been more. I was like, yeah, she deserves all that more. Because <laughs> I was like, wow, like great set, great performance. It was. I thought she was gonna fall though. I did because why they stopped the music and they just had it focus on her breathing. I think it was supposed to, like, give us... I don't think the music stopped. I think we were supposed to, like, get inside I mean, of her head. I mean, yeah, but, like, the music stopped for us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a little odd, but I was, like... So I was scared, but I was, like, maybe that was the point to make me scared. I don't know, but we all ain't have to do that. Because she did it. She... Because she did that. She stick the landing. Exactly. And then she's, like, dancing the rest of her set. Like, she's on the stage, and she's, like, holding some guy's head to her crotch, and then she sees her mom watching in the back, and I'm like, girl, why are you here? It's weird. It's weird. It's a bit weird. Like, if you think I'm such a hoe, why the hell are you here, bitch? Okay. She said, I need to see the hoe. I need to see how you get your booty money. <laughs> why? <laughs> and through the whole conversation that her and her mom have, it just seems like her mom's more concerned that she's not giving more to the church. She's like, yeah, I saw, she was like, people were willing to give up their rent for you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I pops this pussy. Yeah, she was like, yeah, like, you always told me I was blessed and highly favored. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and her mom is honestly a fucking narcissist. Yeah. She was like, well, where did I go wrong? Like, why is God forsaken me? He must be so mad at me to give me a hoe for a daughter. I was just like, damn, not you calling your daughter a hoe? You showing up, though. You right. paid the $30 to get in. Okay, shit. And she was like, I ain't never been a hoe. She was like, your body's a temple. Didn't I teach you that? And Mercedes was like, yeah, you sure did. And that's what, when I was a kid, you taught me, you sent me to bend my temple over for them niggas to pay for our breakfast at Waffle House. Oh, no. I was like, oh. Ma'am? And she was like, I ain't know the Lord then. It's like. Ma'am? No excuses. No excuses. No excuses. But then she want to condemn her daughter for stripping. Like, please. No excuses. And then she's like, oh, you should have been giving the church double the tithes and offering. And that's what it seemed like the conversation was mostly centered around. Yep. She's literally just like trying to squeeze some more money out of her for the church, which in turn benefits her. Mm -hmm. And she just like, she just goes on and on with like the Jesus stuff. Just like, oh, like I'll do anything in my power to save her, Lord. Bring her burdens. I'll carry her burdens for me. I'll carry her sins. She took that burden though in a plastic bag. She's like, save her, oh Lord. Save this hoe. Come out of (laughs) hoism. When she said, save this hoe, I lost (laughs) it. (laughs) The one I was so funny. Save her. And then Mercedes just like, Handed her like all of the bag of cash she made that night, and I was that like, "That guilt trip is strong." Fuck her. And but then immediately she like stops wailing on to God, and she's like, "God is always grateful for an offering." You mm, bitch. You bitch. Fuck you. She's <laughs> playing this character. This mom. She is playing. I'm good. This she's acting. She's acting. She's okay. Acting. I she's believe an actor, it. honey, from Actoria. <laughs> okay. I was like, I hate, but secretly love these type of characters because yes. they be doing a good job. I'm like, are you? Are you anti hope? I was like, wow. In the real life? You sold me. You sold me completely. <laughs> Same thing with the homophobic characters. I'll be like, you playing that a little too a well. A little too well. That lady from Tyler Perry's show. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be playing them homophobic characters a little too well. It's a little too convincing. <laughs> but back in the tip out room, uh, at tip out time, Mercedes officially says that Autumn wasn't doing shit, but being light. And Clifford was like, that's all light bitches got to do. And she was and like and wasn't wrong. Wasn't wrong because at all. that's literally all she's done 
is like done half-ass dance moves. When I tell you, when I tell y'all she's literally doing the worm, like, okay, do like your basic stripper move right now. Like that is literally what Autumn was doing. Like a little hip shaking. Yeah. Like the twerking is really not, not that great. Mm-mm. And she just got a funny looking face. Yeah. Like something about the features are off to me. It could just be the hair, too, because the hair is very yeah, off. The hair is definitely off. But that's on purpose. And Clifford says so. <laughs> and was right. I, th- I don't know if he said that this episode. It was next oh, one. Yeah. yeah, we finally end episode one with the cameraman, Andre, taking more creepy shots outside of the club. Yep. And I was like, like, what is his motive? What's your deal, man? What's the motive? But also... When um, the white girl was asking Autumn if she needed a ride home, she was like, nah, like, I live over east. And she nodded in the wrong direction. Rochette was like, uh, east is over there if you're trying to go there. Right. I was like, girl, you She need to get her shit. story together. She need to get her story together. So then we go to episode two this week. Um, and the first scene is a kink scene with this little whittle dick. I think he's a white boy, but they're calling him Massa. He definitely got some, like, weird black woman Nah, he was calling them Massa. No, they were like, Massa said blah, 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 that Massa was, like... Yeah, Massa... Oh, the uh, Mercedes. Mercedes. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were like, nah, like, you... You not the master. I'm the master. <laughs> he definitely got some black woman degradation fetish. It's scary. I don't know. He was living, though. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes is a dom, which I love. I'm living for. Love that. And she ashes out the cigarette on his body, and he's like, put it somewhere they won't see. This country-ass <laughs> accent that he has, I know this is not his voice, and it's blowing me. It's too country. Because nobody else in the show is this, like, antebellum South. Yeah, that's definitely the vibe, yeah. Very it's giving antebellum. antebellum. Yeah, and nobody else, like, everybody else is country, not, like, and I was going down to the waters and like, it's too much. It was too much. But maybe, maybe that will be revealed later in his character of why he's like very antebellum cotton field picking kind of language. I don't know. I'm going to just chop it up to the whiteness. And then they start fucking whipping. <laughs> I screamed because he was screaming and uh, Mercedes was like, ah, ah. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I know that's right. Whoop that nigga. Whoop that nigga. I also love the casual gayness because we jump cut to, uh, it was definitely Miller from Between Women. Yeah, like Autumn was like giving her a lap dance. I was like, hold up. I swear I had blinked and I dead ass got like half a second a glance at Miller's face. But I was like, is that Miller from Between Women? That's Miller fine ass. Fine ass. I was like, I knew them dreads from behind the way. Like, I see you. I, I love to see my bitches coming from YouTube coming up. I love to see okay. it. Yeah, getting a lap dance from Autumn, who literally cannot mind her own fucking business, staring on in the kink room. That's not your business. Mind your business, ho. Mind your business. You still scared to have your titties out in the locker room. So what the fuck <laughs> you looking in there for? Mess. And then, side note, they were like, I think some other dancers were like on the pole or whatever. But I was just like, that squeak. <laughs> The squeaking was killing me because I know they added that shit in post. And you know they was cracking up about it. Because <laughs> I was like, it was so like distinct. I was like, there's no way it would have just been able to pick up a squeak sound. No, no. And also the way the poles be moving. I Do poles really be moving like that? Yeah, they do. I was like, this looks a little unstable. Very. A little unsteady. 
But tonight seems like a good night for the bar. Clifford's happy. Everybody seems like cheery. It's Fantasy Friday, which the white guy whose name is Corbin. Actually, he's he's biracial. He's giving musty, fusty, dusty. He's biracial, girl. <laughs> yeah, he comes out the room. He's filling his oats. He's happy, girl. He just he just had the time of his life. Shit. <laughs> and uh, Clifford and Mississippi are talking about him. And Mississippi's like, yeah, I'd have a problem, too, if I was that light and still couldn't pass. <sighs> All that yellow wasted. Her color struck ass. <laughs> I have a I feeling mean, they're going to get together. I don't know. I feel like she was like, damn, like, if you that light and can't even pass this white, what's the point? What's the point? And she's right. Because he was it was looking very Caucasian right up until that, them Negro naps. I'm sorry, that nose? And that, yep, and that Negro nose. Oh. It was over for you. It was over. <laughs> it was over. And now you pale and can sunburn? That's crazy. Crazy about sunburn you. Sunburn easily? Oh. Mm, camera late. But Clifford's annoyed with uh, Miss High Yellow for not having her paperwork either. Talking about she want to get paid on the table. She was like, well, I just want to get paid on the table. Bitch, if I didn't offer you that up front, what would you think that is an option right. for you? Clifford was like, we do not do tax evasion. Uh, I wanted to see an ID mm-hmm. tomorrow. Tomorrow. I love the one-liners he has for her because he called her Summer's Eve and shit. <laughs> He's like, I don't know where you do shit. Where are you from? Summer's Eve and shit. But <laughs> here at the pink. Here at the pink? Bitches be blowing up the bathroom from the wings. Blowing them bathroom. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> because one of the dancers walked out the thing and then it was immediately spraying. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, R.I.P. to y'all noses. More casual gayness, because when Autumn is changing in one of the stalls, some of the girls are making out in the next one. I was like, I love to see, like, just the casual gayness in this show. Like, it doesn't have to be very in your... Like, I don't know. I just... I like how it's well integrated already. hmm It's like, yes, this is gay because it's gay. Yeah. It's not, like, trying too hard. Pussy, vagina, clitoris, girl on girl. Act like, it's too much. <laughs> too much and then um big l uncle clifford are in there arguing about money and big l is like annoyed about like there's some oxy in the fridge i was like they doing drug sell on the side on the side baby somebody come and pick up that oxy they said we gotta make these ends meet by any means necessary they're like so big l is like annoyed about that like the day laborers outside that were fighting and like there's foreclosure letters because like he got two charges and there's nowhere else for him to go if I'm he can't work at the pink. Pretty sure his charges are for like murder. What what gave that away? Because in episode one, when him and Mississippi were talking, and he was like, "I'll kill a nigga." These she- are two different guys. Big L is not Diamond. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had one of them not being light skinned and bald. Mm, Big L is not that light. Well, he's, both- he's darker than the other. Like slightly. Oh, he the red bone. <laughs> Yes, he's a red okay. bone. <laughs> and Diamond's the yellow bone. Diamond's the yellow bone. All right, got you, got you, got you. Okay, then never mind. But yeah, he got charges of some sort and nowhere else to go after this. Yeah, so, but Clifford said just like, oh, I'm going to work it out. We can work out. But then we see Clifford um is going into the car for a little smoke break. And we're looking at these past due letters. Why they owe $55,000? $55,000? Ma'am? 
Like, I Hello? think in the first episode, Big L was talking about, like, oh, you in the hole from this refinancing loan? So I'm like, what? Yeah, what was the loan? What was the refinancing loan for? I think the re... I think... Because a lot of people take out refinancing loans in their houses, and I think it's, like, when you need cash, like, now. Ah, uh, okay. But you still have to pay it back. Yeah. It's, like, a higher so interest rate. The the clown came back to buy it, huh, Cliff? Chomp. Hmm. And then the clown really came back to buy it, because why the hell a little murder in the back seat pop up? Like, speaking of clowns, nigga, where you come from? Like, how you get in here, first <laughs> off? <laughs> And he's mad that Mercedes ain't want to dance to this shit. Nigga, the song suck. I can't help that. I didn't think it was that bad, to be honest. Like, when it came on, I was like, I could do a little... A little two-step to this. A little, little jig to it. <laughs> Mercedes said she ain't dancing to that shit. Yeah. Her booty couldn't bop to it. And Uncle Clifford says that he has potential, but he needs to put in more work. And I agree, because where was the bass in the song? Yep. I think uh, Mercedes said that, too. She was like, it's like missing some, like, mm-hmm. music-wise... To, like, really have his streets whispering out to music. Like, you have to build. You have to do something. He's like, they whispering enough. And I was like, don't right. you want them to talk? Right. I think Clifford was like, oh, like, you give me your first thought. I need your 27th thought because his lyrics suck. Yeah. He was like, ain't nobody got time to be thinking 27 thoughts. Well, nigga, what like, the fuck are you doing in Chattanooga? Ain't got no damn thoughts in them lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I said Chattanooga. Chula. What's this Chuckalisa. Chuckalisa. Why are all these goddamn country ass tams? <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to mercedes in her daily life and she's on a jog you know she's getting some exercise she's running with her dog black and mild and it seems like she comes across this man that she's interested in yeah she like jogged past his house and this nigga on house arrest talking about he gonna come to see her last dance how nigga how how <laughs> so he got somebody gonna babysit his uh his anklet for a squirrel sandwich. I don't know what that means. That was I was too, like, you know how to remove it? That was a little too country for me. I didn't know what any of those terms meant. I don't know what a squirrel sandwich is. I, I was like, these niggas hunting? <laughs> niggas eating squirrel? Niggas eating squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> and then when Mercedes returns home, she gets a call from her, her mama. Her bitch ass mama sitting out there on the porch. Talking about need more Tide money. Like, girl... Mercedes said, fuck that. I need my 20K back by next week. She's like, you can have your little change. Your little change? Yeah, all right. Give me that little change, bitch. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, like I said, you can hold on to it till you got that loan. But they ain't got that loan yet. Mm-hmm. And I think, I was it was this episode, yeah, like earlier, um, her and, is it her husband or the pastor? I think it's the pastor, but I think they have like a weird sexual relationship. Yeah, some sexual thing. He was talking about like they wouldn't give him the loan unless they give like 20% up front. So she crawling back to Mercedes. I'm trying to figure out what this loan is for, and I'm thinking for their building fund for a bigger church, right? Yeah, I guess to like expand or do renovation or something. Question: Why the hell are you expanding if you can't even fill up the pews? I mean, oh, were the pews not filled? They weren't. It was the first couple of them in the mm. first episode. It wasn't all the pews filled. Like churches be just expanding to expand. Like mm. they'd be like, "Yeah, we need a mega church." Well, um, Chuckalisa only got about fifty residents. <laughs> The fuck, like, you know what I mean? Like, the club more filled in the church. The fuck y'all expanding for? Sure is. <laughs> what y'all expanding for? I don't know. Maybe we'll get more info on that in more episodes. I was like, we're all, we're only on episode two, you know. Yeah, I know. But it's only eight episodes, so. No, I'm not saying that it's a bad part on the writing. I'm just oh, commenting yeah, on the character. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what y'all need more space for? 
Right. Y'all good enough. The Lord is there <laughs> in y'all small church. The Lord is among you. <laughs> and since Autumn uh, in the first episode broke her phone, she's now using the pay phone. And she calls FEMA about some of the ID she has. So she has hers, quote unquote, which is Lakeisha Savage. She has Salita Parsons, who is deceased. And Montavious Hill, who hasn't been identified, but she looks a little nervous when she says Montavious Hill. So I'm like, maybe this is the guy that was in some of the pictures on her phone that she kind of stopped and stared at for a little bit. Maybe. Because, yeah, because he wasn't one of the IDs she had. I think the other ID she had, they said, wasn't uh, found either. Mm -hmm. So I guess she was like, all right, bet I can use this Lakeisha Savage ID. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. And camera guy Andre, who obviously works for the casino that's trying to be built, he is pulling up all these photos on his computer and it's really still unclear why he's really obsessed with, especially with Autumn. Yeah, like he had that picture of her from like the day before, like smoking her cigarette at the end of the shift and he's just like moving into the gallery folder. I'm like, what? what is this damn gallery? It's a bit weird. And also I wanted to see what his presentation was because I was like, I couldn't tell, but I think were they trying to like move like do the casino on the pink's land that's what it seems like okay so like they were trying to like get rid of the pink either get rid of of the pink or it will be in competition with the pink yeah i mean how would they be in competition it's a strip club with the casino i think that goes hand in hand well it can but like the strip club takes everybody's money like that's where people spend their money so it's like oh. the casino would be a different outlet. Like I think the mayor has something to do with it too because the mayor doesn't like the titties and tequila. Mm-hmm. So maybe the mayor is trying to get the casino built to put the pink out of business. Mm. That's what it's kind of okay. seeming like to me. I can see that. So he goes to this random cotton field and he's taking pictures and these white men out of nowhere go, pick some. Excuse me? Like, he was like, oh, you know, people usually like to like to leave some when they come so you can go and pick some. Sir, you knew what she was doing. You knew. You knew. Fuck out of here. And these white men own the land that the casino is going to be built on. So they're signing all the paperwork over. But they're also related to the light-skinned guy, Corbin, the fusty. Yep. <laughs> it seems like their father cheated with the maid, which Corbin says later, which is why he's a little, you know, colored. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, I think they they got, like, a text from Corbin saying, like, he wasn't going to come there and, like, mm-hmm. sign the thing. So then it wasn't going to be able to go through because they needed, like, all three of them mm-hmm. to sign it. But I think Corbin said, girl, I got other plans for y'all. Something to be at the pink. Okay. And then, so Andre is telling them that he can, like, that he can talk to him, try to convince him to sign it or whatever. And he's like, well, he's going to be at the pink tonight, so. He regular. That's where you're going to be. <laughs> We cut back to the Chuckalisa Challengers and Mercedes tells them that, you know, she's about to get them a new gym. But this nice, beautiful moment is, of course, interrupted by men. And they're hollering at Mercedes. They're like, shake that booty. In front of kids, man? Like, first, I was wondering if, like, they recognized her or if it was just regular harassment. It's unclear. I think it could have been both. The first episode, they were like, yeah, she's like hood famous. So yeah, it seems true. like everybody in the town generally knows who she is. Yeah. And that's probably one of the main, like, clubs in the town. Yeah. But I'm glad she's, like, like, she has something she's, like, working towards. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, we can kind of assume, like, she's working at the Pink to, like, invest in her uh, her dance team and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
and then they're having like this annual pink soap down like that it's a benefit car wash for the club because y'all know they need some money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fucking mayor pulls up and it's like really especially have the no tequila note in titty's law just you have some nerve he just seems annoying as fuck like i don't know what his deal is like you hate titties you hate noise and you hate alcohol what yeah i'm like why are you here but then uh uncle clifford is uh getting autumn and mercedes to clean the mayor's car and then they allegedly run out of the cleaning thing so mercedes has to leave to get some more and she closed the door behind her and apparently has child it has child locks on it or whatever Mm -hmm. so they're like washing the car and it looks like she's about to get locked in kind of Mm -hmm. so autumn's freaking out like um nah like i got ptsd girl i'm like first of all how's anybody else supposed to know that right and then i was confused she didn't even i guess to the side lock she didn't even try to open her own door she went straight to the front door which confused me yeah also then she opened the sunroof and all the water came in and i was like i get that you're trying to leave yeah i was just like you're just in a panic because you're reliving trauma yeah and that's fine but i just don't understand how after she jumped out of the sunroof she's out there blaming mercedes like she locked me in here she did i'm like nobody locked you in there you didn't even try to open the door right i was like i didn't even hear a click after mercedes closed the door please and she and that's what you get for lying about the um the little cleaner being gone Oh, she it, lied? Yeah, because after Mercedes closed the door, she was like, hmm. And then she poured some more onto her little cloth. You know what? Karma instantly. I was like, that's what you get. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, like they both really dislike each other, but Aunt Autumn disliking Mercedes doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, like, I guess I could fe- I could see where Mercedes is coming from. Like, maybe feeling threatened by a new person. I feel Also, like, a light-skinned girl. Yeah, like, I think she's just, like, annoyed because she's light-skinned and doesn't have to work hard to exactly. do anything. So, it's just like, ugh, this I bitch. I do like how they insert, like, little pieces of how Autumn is really privileged in there. Because I it's, it's such a small detail. But in episode one, when she didn't have floss to wear... She had to go to the table, and the girl was, like, 15. And then, like, Autumn just, like, was rummaging in her purse. She was, like, looking at her, and then she was, like, for you, 10. And I was, like, that would have never happened to any other girl. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, might not, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just, like, little pieces of privilege here and there, which I think is really well done and really well written into the script. hmm And I noticed in that scene as well, I think she's, like, the only yeah, light-skinned she's girl. she's the only one. Besides, like, that white girl. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Yeah. Layers, man. So then Clifford uh, makes Mercedes take Autumn home because they're just like, girl, it's, go home. Yeah, like it's time. It's, it's a wrap. Like, we've had a day. <laughs> so then she's driving her home, and I just don't understand why Autumn is, like, really pissed off at Mercedes from the jump, really. Because she jumps yeah. out the car, and she's, like, running up the steps, and Mercedes, like, following her. She's like, well, let me walk you inside. Like, I'm trying to do, like, Southern hospitality. She's like, I don't want your damn hospitality. She's like, you're not going to offer a bitch a glass of red drink? She's like, I don't do Kool-Aid. And she's like, bitch, you don't do curtains either. Put your newspaper covering all the windows. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like, yes, Mercedes is like this kind of like staturally personality, but I don't think she's a mean person. Yeah, she's not a mean person at all. Yeah, I just don't understand the beef, but maybe that will be revealed to us at a later date, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe she just uppity. A little bit. <laughs> But her phone finally fixed it after sitting that bag of rice, which she probably will be eating. Uh, 
and then she runs to the laundromat where she transfers nine thousand dollars to lakeith the savage still unsure if that's her real name or not it's that's not her name that's not her id oh yeah i forget because i'm sorry like that picture did kind of look like her to me <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> and she's but, looking all around all suspicious first, why they got computer at the laundromat it's like a little I think combo like, type. Yeah, I think it's like a combo. Oh. Uh, you know those ca- like computer cafes? Cafe yeah. Thing. Okay, yeah. It was really annoying how she was looking around so much. I'm like, girl, you're looking suspicious. Like, Just mind your business. If, you do, like, if you're not doing nothing wrong, just go about your business as usual. That's what normal people do. Okay, looking around, looking extra suspicious. I'd be like, okay, bitch, why are you looking around? No, I've got to look at what you're doing. For real, I'm like, all right, do I need to... Put my like, nose in your business? Where does $9,000 come from? For real. And then, I don't know. I'm just very interested to see more stuff revealed regarding that. Mm-hmm. I know it will come. Yes, for sure. Back at the club, we see the cook running outside. And he's quitting because he hasn't been paid in a minute. And Clifford is, like, obviously overwhelmed that everything's going downhill. Yeah, I think he, like, wanted a raise. But Clifford was just like, Girl, like, I can't afford to give him a raise. Like, look around, babes. So it's up to Clifford and Big L, and they in the kitchen frying wings. And Big L pouring a little extra liquor up in there. He's just like, that's how my grandmama made it. Is that why she <laughs> did? <laughs> that line was so funny. Clifford is funny. I love Clifford. Love it. And then little Murda pops up in the kitchen like, why are you here first off? Like, you stalking? You stalking them? And he was like, yeah, now come listen to my song. <laughs> and, of course, the song is trash again. Shit, let's sound like more sloth. Okay. <laughs> but I like how Murda and Clifford are giving each other criticism. Because Murda was like, well, this is why your club suck. Because you don't got no hooker. Your wings give everybody gas. And one of your girls farted on my mans last night. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine getting live dancing and getting farted on? Scary. Hmm. Unless that's their kink. People do have farting kinks. What? You have a kink for everything. You know what? I'm kink shaming. <laughs> so instead, murder takes over the cooking arrangements and starts cooking cannabis from wings. Get this nah. party started for real. Nah, this shit was a little unethical because y'all giving people drugs that can of butter wings. Yeah, they they don't even know there that there's weed in there. True. Like that could be dangerous. Could be dangerous. Let's hope for the sake of the show that it's not. Yeah, whatever. I just, I didn't appreciate that. I feel like you were a little violating people's. But we jumped to uh, Mr. Fusty eating it. And you could tell he's part black. The more I look at him, the more I could tell he's part black. Because that hairline is peeling back like a nigga named Leroy, okay? Like, that shit is... <laughs> that shit is scalping. <laughs> Bitch, that was a receding hairline. I was like, how unfortunate. <laughs> how unfortunate. I mean, yeah, he looked, like, mixed from the beginning. Did he not look mixed from that first shot to you? No, in that first scene, I was like, oh, this white man. I was like, it's giving a little ambiguous. I love my Negro nose with Jackson 5 nostrils. Like, that <laughs> is giving Negro nose Jackson 5 nostrils. I was like, where the fuck did they find you from anyway? Like, to act? Like, what right. was that? They act? had to be very specific. They said, almost white passing biracial man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just barely black-looking biracial. That's unfortunate, too. Tragic. Tragic mulatto. Is that where tragic mulatto comes from? That's how I interpret it. 
Wow. Tragic mulatto. I, I used to have a biracial friend that would call herself tragic mulatto, and I never understood it. Because she looked white. She did. She did. <laughs> tragic. It was tragic. It is. I would be so sick if I was half black and didn't look black. Sick. <laughs> Good thing I don't got to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone got to worry about looking white. Not me, though. <laughs> Not me, though. I got two black parents. <laughs> that 2% white pop up in the back. Hey, of we ain't going to Those were from my enslavers. Ugh. All right. Okay. Those are from the people who took my ancestors. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I don't even want to do my ancestry DNA test because I know it's high. Yeah. I was like, I know enough. My aunt Jeanette did enough looking. But um, our tragic mulatto is in the club with Andre. They're doing business. Yep. Of course, Andre trying to convince him to go and sell the land. He's like, oh, like I'm trying to lease it. Like, you know how much money we could get off of this? He's right. Maybe, I guess. And I think he was also saying how, like, like my brothers kind of owe me. Like, they didn't even recognize me as, like, a mm-hmm. Kyle for, like, so many years. Like, not till our dad died. And he's like, shit, this reparations. You know what? I was like, you know what? I'm kind of with you then. I'm, I'm with you, Fusty. <laughs> Mongrel. Dusty. <laughs> Dusty Musty. <laughs> and then, of course, because they're in the strip club, Mercedes and Autumn pop up. And Mercedes grabs Andre and she's like, what you sipping on? Brown liquor or white? And he's like, I think I'm... I'm going to try the white liquor. I'm going to try the white liquor. I was like, I can't believe this shit. I was like, you picked this bland, pale-ass autumn over fine-ass Mercedes? She was like, it's okay. Not every brother can handle a melanin Monroe. A melanin Monroe. And I was like, yeah, pass it to me. No. That's what uh, Corbin was saying. He was like, pass out of me. <laughs> I was like, is this why you have a black woman kink? Because you just feel like... He's black. <laughs> okay, yes. But it's you have to admit, it's a bit weird for him. He's a I little, mean, He's too... Is it giving... I can't really tell if it's giving fetish. Because there's it's only black true. women around. There's no... He's just too... I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't giving fetish for me. Maybe, Maybe not fetish is the right word. A little uh, over enthusiastic. Yes, he's yeah. enthusiastic. <laughs> he's like, shit, I'm here at the pink every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but this bitch, Autumn, I'm sorry. She don't know how to shake nothing. I know I've said this before, but bitch, like yeah. doing the worm, like doing the Macarena type beat. Terrible. And I think she only came over there because before Mercedes was just like, nah, they're not going to spend no money. Like two men is is for, they're trying to make money. They're doing business. Mm-hmm. But I think she was like, nah, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to do my thing. And it's just like, girl, I mean, it kind of paid off in the end. But, but she's also listening in on their business combo, which smart, probably smartest thing she's done. Yeah, all. definitely for sure. Yeah, and Fussy's over there pulling the brother card, trying to negotiate the lease deal. He's like, yeah, you know, we brothers, we kinfolk. He was like, you are not... He said, all skin folk is not kin folk. Like, are we, Octoroon? <laughs> are we? <laughs> We're skin folk? Brothers at best. All right. <laughs> Half siblings if we must. <laughs> he also offers Andre a kickback, which he refuses. And Corbin's like, oh, you know, Mayor Ruffin's done more for less. And I was like, hmm? Iron emoji? It's giving casino oh, deal? We love corruption? Okay. I love how... This show inserts a lot of the stuff through the conversation instead of, like, making it a whole scene. I think that's what's missing 
or in previous shows that we've watched, that's been what's <laughs> missing. Like, it's like, have the characters talk about it. You don't have to make a whole scene around it to, like, expose this person being corrupt. Like, you know, add it in bits and pieces. Yeah, signs of a well-written show. Well-written, and it's like, it integrates the characters really nicely because it's like, oh, now we know that Corbin and his family know the mayor. And that connects them and that links them. Mm-hmm. And then we're outside and Mercedes and Uncle Clifford are having a chat. And Mercedes, like, she, like, knows that the that the pink is, like, in trouble. She's like, how much do you need? Yeah, and they were like, uh, do you have 55 stacks? Uh, and she's like, oh, <laughs> coughed on the smoke, like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how Clifford going to get out of this one. I, hmm. It's looking bleak. It's looking bleak. I know we're only two episodes in, but I was like, maybe 55000 Shit don't dollars? talk about it thin air. American imperialist dollars? Oh, yeah. Some some heavy drug trafficking is about to go through the show. <laughs> and then we're back in the the VIP room that the fusty dusty has tried to bribe Andre with paying for. <laughs> I mean, he in the room, ain't he? Yep. Not gonna lie, dance is pretty bad. Look at her bad dancing. She's terrible. Terrible. Like I can't I cannot watch this girl for Shit. six more episodes. No. Please. Nothing about her is sexy, I'm sorry. Like not she even the voice. No sex appeal. I think even like earlier I think when she came in to like interrupt them and she was like, Hey Andre, like that <laughs> didn't even sound good. Bitch <laughs> I was like, You can't even sound sexy like yeah. you sound terrible yeah it's giving no sense <laughs> and andre like ends the dance at first but autumn turns to leave and he's like you know what let's just start over pretend we never met and then she's dancing on him and he asked about her scar i was like nigga are you gonna lap dance or are you having a conversation right and he's like let's show each other our scars like oh like my hurt too like i was born my heart outside my chest Shut okay the fuck nigga. up I was it's, like, open heart surgery? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's giving a nice, nerdy anime black guy seeking <laughs> exotic, light skin lover. Like, if I wanted to see this, I would just go back to high school, no? <laughs> I would simply look outside. I would simply look outside. <laughs> I hate them. And they're neither one of them is sexy. They have no sex appeal. I think Andre is an okay looking guy. Wow. This is where we differ. Hmm. Really giving care. bare bones for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> he also hands Autumn his business card after she gives him some advice, business advice. She was like, yeah, you can do business in Delaware, you know? like." Right. She was like, yeah, protect yourself if you do that deal. Like, put the money through a shell company. Girl, what why you know are you telling him this? And why do you know about this? Yeah. I was just, I don't know. I was just like, why... Are I, you... It'll probably get revealed later, but I was like, why yeah. do you trust him? Right. I don't know. But use, use that man, girl. Yeah, he gave her a thousand bucks, so. Okay. Back when they're doing tip-outs, it's assumed that Autumn fucked him for the cash, which Mercedes said, give him these niggas taste, when was the fantasy? And she's right. Let but... this be a lesson to all of you at home. Giving niggas a taste ruins the fantasy. Autumn was like, you're one to talk. And the Mississippi was like, hold on now. Like, we don't got to do that. Oh, these bitches bucking. These bitches bucking. <laughs> and Mississippi, this line was so funny. Mississippi was like, I got my money on Mercedes. And Big L was like, you ain't got no damn money. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so hard. <laughs> the side combos. <laughs> 
show so much better. It is so funny. And uh, Clifford finally corners Autumn for that ID, but catches her in a log about the birthday. She was like, oh, Lakeitha Savage? You don't look like that's your name. She was like, yeah, you know. I was like, well, that's my name. He was like, oh, Scorpio. So your birthday's around the corner. What kind of cake you like? Like chocolate. He was like, you a lie. She was like, no, I really like chocolate. And he was like. Like, you not a Scorpio in May. <laughs> Caught in the act, bitch. See, this is when astrology would have come in handy. I'm trying to figure out why you ain't study your ID. I'd have been like, um, no, I'm a Taurus. Like, <laughs> Or she could have just played that off and been like, oh, I don't really know much about all that astrology stuff. I was like, Scorpio? I don't know if I'm a Scorpio. But I'm also like, shouldn't you have known the birth date on there anyway? I feel like she should have known something. But some. I guess she probably figured he wasn't going to ask. Yeah. Like, he already told you this is not one of them establishments. There's no under the table deals here. But. I don't know. She's not whatever. very smart to me. Yeah, but then. Then she like mentioned the, the um casino thing, and he was and Clifford was like casino, like hold up now, you might be able to give me some more information mm-hmm. now. And she fills him in about the conversation that happened between Corbin uh, and Andre, and that's why they gave her a bit of money to try and keep her quiet. I think because no, that's not what happened. Why not? Because it was um, the the stack was what. Corbin gave Corbin to Andre. Corbin gave to Andre yeah. for Autumn. Mm-hmm. So he gave her the stack. But you don't think there's any type of, like, because Autumn made it clear that she was listening in on the conversation. You don't think a little bit, bit of that was kind of, like, implied, like, all right, I'm giving you this money, be quiet? No. Because no? he didn't want the money anyway. Like, he didn't want to be bribed True. by him. True, okay. he was just, like, passing it along. And okay. she was like, oh, I just got lucky. Okay, Fair. I think I read into that too much. (laughs) Happens to the best of us. (laughs) Yeah, Clifford didn't really know about the casino either, but is interested to know why Andre didn't take the bribe. And I'm interested too. Yeah, and so Autumn's like, well, ask ask him yourself and gave gave Clifford the card. But they have a little power deal going on since Autumn wanted to use a fake ID. Better get get them ears to listening. And, um... Like, cause Uncle Clifford's ears are mighty, and then claps click, <laughs> mighty thirsty. <laughs> I was like, this is iconic. I played that scene over a few times. I was like, Fun- yes. it, yeah, I did play it over. It was very good. I loved it. Clifford also hints that Autumn is probably running some type of fraud game with the ID, cause she was like, well, I just hold on this ID and keep you like from whatever, keep from telling the sheriff about whatever fraud game you probably talk mm-hmm. yeah where'd you get that from the fraud because she when clever was holding the id clever was like and they were just like oh like i'm gonna hold on to this yeah but it was like from whatever because you probably run a fraud game oh that was a line that was a line oh i didn't write it down though but yeah that was a line they were talking about the fraud game Clifford alluded to she's probably playing a fraud game and i was like hmm, very interesting because we just saw her a couple scenes ago oh yep committing fraud and i was like hmm interested in the fraud that you're running all right. <laughs> and then we cut to Andre, who's like on the phone with his girl. And then Autumn calls him for whatever reason. And then he like lies and tells his girl like, oh, like I got to take this business call. And she's like, aha, okay, I'll let you go do that business. I don't like this. Basically kind of cheats on you. Also, his girl sounds like she's dark skin. I don't know how I know that, but I do. I too pictured, well... 
I don't know. I definitely didn't picture a light-skinned woman. She had, it's a certain, the voice was giving chocolate skin tongue. You know what yes. I mean? Had, had a little warmth to the Had a very warm, yeah. And I was like, I don't like this dynamic. I don't. Hmm. But anyway. It happens, though. Haley starts to moan on the phone. Please. Honestly, like, when she started, it was like so out of place because he had just finished saying something completely different. Unrelated. I was like, what are we doing? I was like, no entryway. I was like, no pause. We just finna get to fucking? Like, not even a moment of silence before, <laughs> like. <laughs> a moment of silence for our penises. Like, none of that? Okay. Yeah, so they basically have, like, phone sex or whatever. Cringe. He was like, oh, like, let me FaceTime you real quick. And she's like, no, no, like, I want you to use your imagination. I was like, girl, because you have an Android. You can't FaceTime. Android. <laughs> like, it's okay. And plus, your apartment is not great. It's a little dusty in there, you know. No one needs to see that. Nobody needs to see and that. And she knew. She played that off well. Yep. Having phone sex like it's a fucking 1800s. For free. For free? When your bed is on the floor? When you're eating the same rice that you just had to stick your phone in? Mm, queen. And I was just confused because I was like, I didn't see the point. Like, maybe we'll see the next episode, but I was like, what was the point of this? Like, I think it's like to keep him hooked on her maybe or like coming back for more. I don't know. She ain't going to do nothing but stand there. And be light. Like, just look him in the eyes. Somehow. <laughs> look at him with your dead eyes. Corpse-like eyes. <laughs> But they do the phone sex thing. It's very unsexy. Um, just as he busts, though, she hangs with the phone. Queen. Love that. Yep. I mean, it was okay, I guess. I don't know. Maybe if I was straight, I would have been into it. I don't know. Um, as a half straight, I <laughs> did not find it amusing nor pleasant to look at. These are really unsexy people to me. True. They're just generally unsexy. <laughs> like, yep. It's not even, like, the looks. It's just the aura. Like, some people are just not sexy. And Autumn is one of them. And Autumn is one of them. Mm. But why we had to see his, like, cum shot at the end on his uh, stomach? Enough. I was like, okay. Like, I've, we already, I saw two penises this episode. I didn't want to see one. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have seen any penises. Why is that allowed? Damn stars. All these damn shows want to put fucking dicks on there just because they can stop it no more dicks no more dicks on my screen or down with the dicks literally like down with the dicks down with the dicks like unless it's a strap i don't want to see it like sorry i don't want to see y'all purple strap either <laughs> true the realistic ones are kind of like not scary. really i don't really like those realistic straps i'm frightened it's a, it's a bit scary i yeah? fear <laughs> I fear! <laughs> oh, bitch. Oh, no. I jumped. <laughs> it's a little too realistic, yeah? Like, why is it brown? <laughs> Should it have to be white anyway? Did it Did it have to match? Why are we doing this? be hard-pressed to find a brown one. Oh, Lord. A white dick? Ah! <laughs> Just go ahead and get the pink one. Bro, you ever be watching porn and they have a white dick? Oh, I scream. I fear! <laughs> I fear. I'd be like, why are they like? Just get the purple one. For real, I was like, just get a colored one. Like at this point, <laughs> just get like a any white old dick. red, blue, yellow, green, a but like a flesh, flesh a white flesh tone. White flesh. Please, 
Disgusting. Disgusting. At that point, just use your fingers. I'd be so embarrassed if a bitch... <laughs> two things could draw me out of a bitch's house. A tough bed frame and a pink dick. <laughs> a flesh-colored dick, sorry. Bright pink is fine. <laughs> like the actual color pink. Oh, I would scream fine. so flesh loud. No. I would scream so loud. <laughs> Back to the show. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Final scene, we cut to... Lil Murda, a.k.a. Lil Nigga, <laughs> leaves a physical mixtape in Uncle Clifford's sun visor thing. And, and they were like, damn, I'm not that old. <laughs> I was like, a CD? Uh, an ancient relic. I was like, do cars even still come with the CD player? I don't think mine has The new either. cars? No. Hmm. I mean, who playing CDs? Who like, playing CDs? I don't know. Who knows? In 10, 20 years, CDs will make a comeback they on will. vinyls. Or... I'd argue, give it five. The way the music industry is going right now, how Spotify is not paying artists like that, give it five. I don't know. But anyways, I hope uh, I hope Lil Murda came with some heat this time. Hopefully, hopefully. Let's see next episode. I like this. I like this show already. Yeah, I really like the show. Very I also, much. I really like dramas like this. Like, mm-hmm. I like Queen Sugar, mm-hmm. Greenleaf. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's hype. <laughs> I love me a black drama. Like, yes. Yeah. A black drama? A well-written black drama? Ugh. That's funny? That's funny? Yes. yes. Okay. Love all the jokes. Love all the roasts. Have no predictions for next episode because I can't possibly think. Next episode, I think some fuck shit with Mercedes' mom, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe something from the mayor. Yeah, maybe something with the mayor. Casino developments. Yeah. Some more dumb shit with Autumn and Andre. Yeah. I, w- I want more information about what Andre's doing with yeah. the pictures and presentations. I want to get on that side. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. And maybe some gay shit. Maybe Lomarda and Clifford going fuck? I don't think it's coming until episode four. Episode four? I kind of want to see it. Only dicks I would like to see. I don't want to see it. I mean, we don't have to actually see their dicks, but like, you know. Yeah. The scene, you know. <laughs> but yeah, this is, a, this is a good first impression. I'm excited for the ex- season. I'm excited. Wow. A show that I don't hate off the bat or I'm not like, right? you know, I'm complaining already. Like, I'm complaining about Love the casting that. of Andre and Autumn. But you know what? Maybe as it goes on, I will learn to like them yeah. or see why they were picked. Yeah, I think that's really my only complaint right now is the casting of Autumn. Y'all couldn't have found a pretty light-skinned girl? Like, if you needed a light skin, she could have at least been really pretty. Light-skinned girl. <laughs> Hair just like curls. <laughs> Nigga don't know the words. <laughs> I was trying, I was like, and it's not like pearls. Oh, yeah. Hair that just curls. <laughs> week in dumb bitch news we got some real dumb bitches in the house we got got some some real real dumb dumb bitches in the house first off all these niggas defending j cole corny ass i have that whole shit muted i'm sorry i do i'm not a j cole fan i actually (laughs) abhor j cole (laughs) yep like i don't even know the full i think he like dropped an album or something i don't know but regardless niggas are like endlessly bringing up like the quote-unquote J. Cole no-name beef. It's not beef. It's really one-sided. No-name address y'all generally, and, and Cole took it personally. And y'all fans are delusional. It's 
tofu at best. Like, the amount of tweets I saw, like, in replies of, like, being like, what, y'all don't like J. Cole? Why y'all hating on J. Cole? Or, ah, oh, no name shouldn't even say that. Da-da-da-da. No name came at him first. And I was just like, did y'all even read? Do y'all listen? No. Niggas don't comprehend. Also, I guess, I don't know. I blocked him immediately when he was like, is this thing on? I was like, oh, I forgot about you. And then I blocked <laughs> him. Um, the bars are just not good. Like, I'll admit, I like Forest Hill Drive in Same. 2014. It was a good album. It but was decent. How we progressed since then? It's 2021. Why are we on the same level? You know? Yeah. Like, while I do like that album, I have since deleted it from my phone. Yeah. I'm just like, it's kind of taking up space for real, for real. And I only got 64 gigs. Also, so. J. Cole's music. <laughs> yeah. Like, besides that album, like, I've never listened to any of his solo work. Literally puts me asleep. I only listened to that album because everyone at the time was saying, like, how good it was. Yeah. And I agreed. I agreed. I was like, you know it what? Was good. I'm getting into music. I want to listen to this mm. kind of new artist. Like, and it was, like, concurrent with, like, Kendrick Lamar, who I like decently or liked his music a lot putting out the bat signal for Kendrick Lamar, wherever you are. I'm like, can we get some music, niggas? Um, so I was like, oh, like, they're in cahoots, basically. So I listened. I enjoyed it. But I think it's a little tired. It's a little sleepy, snooze fest. Also, it really turned me off when he was like, I don't really read. I think a lot. And I was like, mm, so why would you say that out loud? So you have a lot of uninformed opinions. And me too. Like same, same. But I also don't claim to like be someone this. who like knows shit. Yeah. Or is like a deep thinker or is like a conscious like I'm not a quote conscious rapper trying to like give the yeah, that's not my appearance. That's not yeah. like what I'm supposed to be giving off. I don't know. But it's like that's kind of the vibe he gives off, but it's like, no, you don't even read. Do you even know? Like, the theory that backs up your politics? Yeah. And the stuff with No Name really kind of, like, blew me. Because I was like, mm, No Name's doing a lot more than a lot of you niggas. Yeah. And especially since she never even called Him anyone no. by name. By name. Could have like, been talking about any other conscious rap hey nigga. dogs holler. You are not the only conscious rap nigga. <laughs> you are not the only conscious rap nigga. Trust me. I wish you were. I wish. <laughs> but alas. Alas. We stuck with y'all. Still I cry. And still I cry. <laughs> Speaking of crying, um, these cis het men who are doing these cramp simulator things. I need to get one, obviously, because I feel like y'all be faking. It can't hurt that bad. I mean, maybe it does, because I'm like, they've never experienced that before. Meanwhile, every month or however often for you, like, we're experiencing pain. So I'm like, we're used to it. So it makes sense. I guess, but I'm like, a level four, you're telling me that's painting you? A level one is painting you? To the point where you are doubling over and screaming in pain and laying on the table? Come on. They they gotta be exaggerating a Exaggerating. Bit. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt, but I'm saying you can stand. Yeah. And I'm like, put that shit up your booty hole. Like, let me, let, yeah, let you really, really experience some re- cramps. You gonna like, really feel it. Man, I was in the trenches yesterday, bro. <laughs> in the trenches. I was in the trenches. <laughs> I was like, why, Lord? Why me? <laughs> it was terrible. I swear, my doll Avil was not working. That shit, it literally, you just have to wait for it to pass. And I was just like, wow, like, I'm dying. Like, I'm dying. I don't get the booty hole cramps, but I do get leg cramps. Like, I feel it in my feet. Mm. That's where mine be hitting at. 
Man, mommy hitting the booty. I'm just like, God damn. God. <laughs> the booty cramps. The booty shaking cramps. Shaking ass, shaking that ass. It's the booty cramps. <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to, I used to try and make deals with God when I was younger. When I was like first getting my period, and I was like. <laughs> There's no reason I should get my period before I've had a penis inside of me. I was like, that just doesn't make any sense because how else would I be pregnant? Right, right. I was like, <laughs> I think that your period should start if you lose... Like be triggered by like insertion? Yeah, like not even... In... Yeah, like some type of insertion, you know what I mean? Because how else? How else would I be pregnant, you know? Right. Like, we're born with all the eggs. Like, if you're AFAB, you're born with all the eggs that you're ever going to have at birth. So, like, okay. And people who are infertile can still get periods. So, like, what's the point, you know? Right. No, there's no point. It's It never made sense to me. Suffering is the point. Why? Why me, Lord? Literally. Like, why me? Why me? And the worst part is when you feel them. Like, sometimes I'd be extra lazy because I go to bed and I'm like, damn, I know my period's about to start. Bro, I don't want me to do a shit. That low-key happened to me on Sunday. I was like, mm, I was like, I guess if these panties get blood on them, I could wash them out. And you know I mean, what I bloody fucking... <laughs> which is nuts. Like, I mean, just bloody fucking pieces yeah. of underwear I have. <laughs> and lo and behold, I woke up with blood on my underwear that next day. That's why I don't even wear lingerie. Like... I was just like, whatever. I was like, by the grace of God, it didn't get on my sheets. <laughs> At this point, if it gets on my sheets and I need to, if I need a period-free sheet, I will buy a new one, simply. At this mm. point. I've never gotten blood on my sheets. I haven't. It's come out. But I'm a white sheet type person. Ah. So, I'm just kind of like, at this point, there are no such thing as pristine sheets for me. Yeah. Me keep spilling bong water on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like the third, fourth time I spilled bong water on the bed, I just let that shit air dry. I can't care anymore. <laughs> I can't care anymore. I was like, you know what? I. We've all done it. <laughs> We've all done it. If you smoke in your bed, you've spilled Or like bong water. I spilled ashes on my sheets. I'm yeah. just like, well, <laughs> wait till next washed it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I completely feel you. <laughs> completely feel you. But what I'm not feeling is Twitter Blue. It's a new subscription service that's launching soon. Um, years and years of you all saying, how is this website free? Well, guess what? It's finally come to pass. This website will no longer be free to undo tweets or to save and organize your favorite tweets. Mm, um, I don't think that's compelling enough to want to pay $3 a month just so I can undo a tweet. I'm going to just Girl, delete just that delete shit. It. Or what I'm going to stand the, in that shit. What's, what's the difference between undo and delete? I think that maybe it's a, like, you can kind of edit-ish. That's what I got from it. Oh. Okay. Y'all really like, gonna pay to edit tweets? Mm. Honestly, if you've gotten over a certain amount of retweets on a tweet already, you might as well just let that shit rock. Sometimes the typos be the funniest part. <laughs> or delete and retweet. It's never too late. It's never too late. Well, honestly, I say within 10 minutes. Well... Within, like, 15 minutes of your original tweet. And it's not like y'all saying anything that interesting. Right. But, like, I don't know about y'all. I look back at my tweets to make sure if I didn't have a typo or not. I don't give a fuck. I don't give I a do. rat's ass. My Virgo rising house needs no, no typo. No. Definitely. I don't give a rat's ass. I'd be, I'd I'd be literally firing them shits off. Nah, I'd be, like, quadruple te- checking to make sure I don't have typos. And then I check again after I hit tweet. What? <laughs> I just want to make sure it Excuse- looks how I want it to look. Hello? 
that's obsessive i'm sorry i don't think so because i've caught typos like that before and then i could delete it within like two minutes question who cares me about the typos yes why so what there's no typo so it looks correct are you writing a thesis statement nigga a dissertation (laughs) Leave me and my Twitter habits alone. You know what? I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. I'm like, what's the- like? I let my my tweets on my Twitter <laughs> to have no typos. I guess. Yeah. For me, I'm just like, am I writing a dissertation? No. <laughs> if a nigga points out that I have a typo on the tweet, write it yourself. <laughs> like, I do not subscribe to the white man's language. Mm. I'm reclaiming. Typos? With typos? Hmm. Whatever my black ass fingers decide to type. Okay. That's just <laughs> Like if I make a if I make a typo, you either scroll past it or you know what I'm you know what I'm fucking trying to say. Sometimes. <laughs> if it's that bad, I'll redo it, but you know what the fuck I'm trying to say. <laughs> and some of those typos turn into memes like sweetie instead of sweaty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're funny. It's organic. I don't know. I'm not paying for Twitter. Couldn't yeah. couldn't pull it out of me. I would jump ship before that ever happened. I'm not spending a dollar on Twitter. You think uh, social media websites will eventually make us pay to use them? No. You don't think so? Because we won't pay. We'll leave. I'll leave. Like, we're literally, we're on Twitter all day, every day, because we're broke and unemployed. Like, <laughs> hello? <laughs> You will not get a not dime out of me. pay for this damn app. We will leave. In mass. <laughs> I'll go outside. I will touch grass. Because I promise there's another free social media out there to use. Yeah, and I'm like, why would I pay if I create the stuff on your app? Like, we're literally creating the content that makes your, your app successful. And you want me to pay you? You should be paying us. Literally should be paying us. And I will never promote a vibrator under any of my tweets <laughs> i stand by that i'll never have an ad you have ad free tweets from me <laughs> you're never gonna see that green peel thing you will never see it people are like they're paying 20 dollars a tweet i was like is it worth the integrity yeah it's embarrassing for me for me especially when they got like six of them under there in a row couldn't like be couldn't be me i'm sorry are you not embarrassed a little bit was that 60 dollars worth it you know what i can't knock anybody for making quick cash i can't but I just, it's a lot. Because, like, I will go underneath the tweet and, like, try to find some memes. And it's like, why am I scrolling six miles to get to yeah, the rest of the, the stuff? the damn replies. Like, and I just did my math wrong. 60 times 20. I mean, no. 20 times 6 is not 60. 120? Yes. <laughs> I can't knock it. 120, that's a good chunk of change. Just to write a tweet. True. But all of the sites, though, are shell sites. Like, they're not real. Like, the products are not real. You cannot buy them from there. It will not come in the mail. So, I'm like... "Mm." It's a scam! Yeah, my integrity will not let me do it. Yeah. But, but again, broken unemployed. So, I semi-understand. Yeah, can't say I'll never do it. (laughs) I just will try my hardest. I would just say no. Yeah, because I was like, what do I look like trying to promote a scam tweet? Like, a scam website to people and it's like ladies this purple vibrator like mm, i know that vibrator trash yeah green team mask that mask doesn't work only thing i could tell you is the sunset lamp i'm like yeah looks pretty cool yeah i, I like lamps 
Yeah. Alexa play I Love Lamp by Red Gold Green. Oh, I love that song. That's a great song. Um, yeah, I, not for me, not for me. What else is not for me? Um, China Ann McLean's rebrand to what's going Bible on Thumper. Here? I'm confused. Yeah. It's really giving like she went down a rabbit hole on YouTube one day yeah. and she just couldn't get out. Yeah. <laughs> Moment of silence for our fallen soldier. Moment over. Um, <laughs> kind of, I watched, because I've really been trying to ignore it. I really have. But I watched her Big Bang video. It was a lot of nothing. It was a lot of words, but a lot of nothing at the same time. Like there were the dots were there, but there was no line connecting the dots. Yeah, no connecting there. And just in like her other video where she was like, "Oh, well like if like the ex- the proof of God is like the existence of things, like it had to be created. Who created it? God created it." It's like you don't even like you barely make sense girl like like not to knock anybody's faith that's not what i'm doing it's just not connecting but you know she can do what she wants that's her tiktok her life i guess it's just sad i just wish like you don't have to do this i guess everyone's unemployed you just have to find your niche of what type of unemployed person you're gonna be (laughs) i know them disney checks run deep and that's probably why she's also in this bible rabbit hole like not that nobody can be a christian but it's different than christianity it's like a rabbit hole christianity does that make sense like she's watching yeah. lots of videos and she's like oh this may-. like you know how people can kind of get in a spiritual rabbit hole or like mm-hmm. one about like the universe and like how big it is and the expansion and stuff like that where they just are kind of like now learning all of this stuff and they can't decipher that's what it's giving a little bit yeah but she did grow up on disney so i guess this is not too far off the track you know disney was definitely big on the whole christianity i mean molly came from disney but they all had like those purity rings and stuff like that like it's and you know black church like she worked for tyler perry i was like it's a lot of factors know. here she could have she i don't know i feel like there's a lot of factors that could have led her in a different path and she's on tiktok a lot tiktok is easy to get you on a rabbit hole because the algorithm True, if you go on the wrong side yeah that algorithm you got to keep the algorithm in check and mm. not favorite videos that are obviously like baiting you somebody check out my good says content what is she watching check on her, her watch history <laughs> i don't know can we please book her somewhere to do something so she I has something know, else to I'm do. Like, she's very talented. She like, can sing. She's her funny. Ass she's a great actor, a great singer. Yeah, her content on TikTok prior to this was just like regular, regular stuff. I don't know what yeah. the what the switch. The, is. I don't know what the switch was. She's suddenly like, I gotta tell everybody, girl, keep your beliefs to yourself. Yeah, just keep quiet. <laughs> like, please, <laughs> bro. When them studios open back up, they gonna reboot Veggie Tales and have her ass as a voice actor. Okay. Chill. Not reboot VeggieTales. Leave that shit in the past. VeggieTales. People were bringing it up on Twitter, and I was like, wow. The depths of my mind these songs came from. I'm sorry. Your mom used to traumatize. I enjoyed watching it. Your mom had us watching (laughs) VeggieTales. Bruh, anytime I go to your house, it's VeggieTales or Clean House. That's Well. (laughs) I didn't enjoy VeggieTales, but I was like, wow, this unlocked a memory. Like, I remember, like, sitting in your basement. Yeah, when they posted that damn picture from the cheeseburger song i was like literally the 
uh, Bob the Tomato meme, I was like, <laughs> what? Hi, and it I was love the tomato. And it was like, like I had a raven vision, like, and it was like, the cheeseburger, <laughs> my cheeseburger, for you. And I was just like, whoa, this shit does a oh, lot something God. for me. <laughs> I always, when we were younger, I used to kind of um, see us at, you were Bob the Tomato, I was Larry the Cucumber. <laughs> Just because it also like, works because you're tall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's how I was like, I was like, oh, we're kind of like Bob and Larry. <laughs> He's like, hi, my name's Bob the Tomato. I'm going to tell you about Jesus Christ. Man. Oof. Oof. Wow. Free us from the shackles of vegetarian. <laughs> like, did your mom also have you listening to that radio program and it was like the whole, I forget what it was. It was like that fireside campsite. Bruh, um. What was that called? Someone Odyssey? Yes. Kids from uh, Odyssey or uh, something? Um, let me, I have to look this up. Yeah. Adventures in Odyssey. It was on 91.9. <laughs> no, you remember the station. Adventures and Odyssey. They have the fire theme song, though. Bruh, this on that fucking white Christian station. Why the fuck will we listen to that shit? I don't know. I think we would go back between 104.1 and 91.9. I was like, okay, we got the gospel. We got the white Christian music. All right. Yeah, that duality. That shit used to put me asleep though. <laughs> Take out mean. Now. I think I liked it. I don't remember it, but I like. I think I enjoyed. I enjoyed to it. it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. The early version of podcasts, literally on the radio. Wow, <laughs> they influenced us. <laughs> Our influence. When anybody, if we ever get interviewed, they're gonna be like, "What was your influence?" Adventures in Odyssey. Mm. <laughs> He'd be like, "No other podcast, no." <laughs> no, nah, I can't do it. I can't accredit it to nothing religious. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of Im- imagination and adventures, um, y'all taking this fucking baby hair shit too far. We have to talk about it. What they done now? <sighs> Between the temporary tattoos, the perming, the flat ironing, and Lord knows what else, leave the edges alone. Leave them alone. They're fried, died, and laid to the side. <laughs> Suffering from suicide, like, it's bad. It's bad out here. It's scurry hours. Because why my sister was talking about she want to perm her edges so they lay down. Oh, no. Girl, that's the white supremacy talking. I was like, my good sis, it won't lay down because you keep fucking with them. And I was like, we are not a baby hair family. My mom never gave us baby hairs because I don't have any baby hairs. Yeah, just like, where could you And I, my sister doesn't have any baby hairs. And, you know, I've always been a fan more of just swooping everything back. You know, a slick. You know, just brush it back. You know, we don't got to do all that extra. Because, you know, it's giving, you know, too much gel up here is going to give pimple. It's going to give oil running down the face. It's going to fuck with your skin. Like, I don't know. And then you're going to be looking wild when you wash your hair. Your edge is going to be straight and the back is going to be curly. It's giving (laughs) 2011 straight bang curly curly pony. (laughs) Enough. It's giving China in the front, Africa in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Them continents don't meet, okay? Go ahead and get you some hair that blend. <laughs> it's okay to have the 4C crown hanging right. around. Like, it's okay to not have laid edges, too. Like, I promise it's okay to have a nappy edge. It's not everyday laid it edge. Is okay. Not everyday laid edges, I fear. <laughs> Embrace your nappy edges. Please. Bruh, literally saw somebody do temporary tattoos of edges. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of innovative, but also, why? It looks bad. It looks bad. I mean, I guess it could look good. It won't. Your hair's not that flat. Yeah. 
And everybody's like, oh, I can never find anything to lay my edges. Have you ever thought that your edges don't want to be laid? How about that? Because I even think sometimes some of these wigs to be a little too much baby hair. I'm like, too much. It's a little extra. Like, just brush it back. Just brush it back. Do yeah. a little, I feel a little swoop. A little swoop back. A like, little swoop back. Swoop bring back. It to, bring it to the back. Bring it back. <laughs> like, have you ever thought that your hair is tired of being oppressed? No longer wants to be laid down underneath the white man's right. standards of beauty? Is your hair pressed or oppressed? <laughs> now it's ridiculous like we have 4c afro and 2 a baby hair 3c baby mm. hair with the 4c afro why Ooh, i'm really proud of myself for that joke that was funny <laughs> that was funny i was like when i said that in my head i was like oh i got some heat bitch <laughs> <laughs> said i'm coming with the heat i'm coming to burner <laughs> no but you're right no longer no longer my sister as much we live like this Free yourself. Free your edges. Free your edges. From the oppression of gel. <laughs> yeah, it's always gel. It's always like these hard products too. Because it's like, oh, like I'm looking for something to lay down my 4C edges. Like I'm looking for, like, one, I on, I promise you, once I start, stopped manipulating my 4C hair, it started acting right. Once I stopped having to do the most and trying to make it become something it, was, it wasn't, my hair and I cooperated. BFFs, twinsies, like. Yep. And I was like, also, here's a thought. Maybe, maybe your 4C hair was not meant to be laid it's down. It's not meant to lay down. It's not meant to lay down. And that's okay. I used to get so frustrated with my hair when I, like, in high school, I'd be like, I want my hair to grow downward. Your hair doesn't grow downward. It doesn't. I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's on my spirit. Your hair doesn't grow downward. Stop trying to make that shit grow down. Set it free. No more gel. No more gel. I'm tired because the new hair trend is putting all this gel in your hair to make right, the perfect wash and go. Wash and go. That's not a damn That's not wash a lot of. You know what a wash and go is? Washing, conditioning your hair, and stepping out the shower. I was doing real wash and goes back in the day. All right, Miss Three. I know what to do with the fuck with my hair though, so I look halfway a mess at the time. But <laughs> we get it. You have three C hair. No, I'm just kidding. But not. Nah, nah, my hair did look a mess though back then. No, it didn't. I don't. Cause I feel like it could have been better if I. I actually, think you just need, need product in it. If I actually did stuff to it, I was dead ass washing and going with no product. Like <laughs> you needed, you needed a moisturizer. I needed something. <laughs> but like the gel and like shingle coils and stuff like that, that's not a wash and go. Yeah, that's, that's a style. That's a style. Like just call it what it is. Stop calling it a damn wash and go. Like all you need is some moisturizer. Promise, promise, sweetheart. Like been doing this for years. Like. Already yeah. did the long hair thing. Hair was down the back. Like, not to be Rapunzel on you hoes, but... Let's whip out the fo- old photos. Let's whip out the old photos. Like, Adrian <laughs> and I, we had some hair, okay? I wouldn't stray, I wouldn't send you astray. All you need, a little bit of product. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because... When, when that sits at a dime size... They meant it. They weren't lying. You don't need... We ignored them for years. Don't be a product junkie. Don't be a product <laughs> but junkie. But it was, it was true. <laughs> like, why do you have 15,000 types of conditioner? You only need one. Only one of them work. Throw out the ones that don't work. Throw them out. Stop. Somebody out there is holding on to these products that Shea Moisture, that pink one, is not working for you. 
It's not working for you. I see the buildup on your scalp. It's not working for you. Throw out it. I know it was $13. Give it to a friend if you must. No, because I used to hold on to that fucking pink Shea Moisture shit talking about, yeah, I can use Shea Moisture. No, it's flaking off your scalp and everybody thinks you have dandruff. Stop it. Enough. Jeez. Like, throw it out. Throw it out. I'm telling you. Like, Kobe, Kobe, like, in the bin, R.I.P. Um... Yeah, it's not, no, no, no. We've had enough. <laughs> it's egregious now. It's getting out of hand. Because when my sister was like, yeah, I want to perm my edges. What do you think about me perming my edges? I almost lost it. I was like, you want to do what now? You want to perm your edges? Mm-mm. She was like, yeah, I want some baby hairs for my for my braids. I was like, have I not? Obviously, I must move back home to leave, the, <laughs> leave these sheep. <laughs> My my brother's talking about dyeing his hair blonde. I was like, no. I was like, obviously, I have been gone from this home for too long. Like, I must move back and bring order to civilization. Like, you Nature all are must uns- heal again. Uncivilized heathens talking about. Yeah, I want to dye my hair blonde because I heard it will be like one. He likes it. He wants it to be blonde, and two because the blonde will like break up his curl pattern. Why we want to do that now, huh? I was like, enough. The white supremacy has infiltrated your home. <laughs> We must put a stop to we it. We must put a stop to it. Like, you want to break up your curl pattern. I was like, and you're citing that as one of the reasons you want to go blonde? It sounds like you hate yourself. No. I was like, sir. <laughs> like, I think he just thinks it's cool. And, like, he wants, mm. like, a looser curl pattern. Like, I get it. Like, 4C hair, like, I get it. Like, when you don't see it, like, in the media as, like, something appreciated or, like, something beautiful. Like, it can be hard. I was like, my brother. Blonde? Yeah, I was like, you could just get a texturizer if you just want to break up the curl pattern. And I want to wake it up. I know we don't talk about white people that often in the show, but white people, why are y'all getting perms to make y'all hair curly? A little sus. That ain't got to do with me. I don't know what y'all be doing over there. Stop doing it. I see y'all. <laughs> Stay white. I don't know. Maybe they want a different a different nah. look. You know? Nah, it's giving. Um. I'm Afro Whiteino, like, because <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh, my hair is curly." No, you have a perm, sis. It's like. Mm. Nah, none of that over here. Like, simply just do your hair, please, the correct way. Yeah. Yeah, stop fighting your hair. Stop fighting your hair. You know that product don't work. Throw it out. And amen with a word from B. Like, <laughs> I had to say it. It was on my spirit. Because somebody out there is holding on to a lot of products. I feel it. A lot of products. They're underneath the sink. <laughs> Got specific. If this is you. If this is you and you know I'm talking to you, they're underneath the sink. Message us so we know it's you. In a bin with the holes in it? Oh, yeah. I got you. Not you being getting real specific. Bruh, I have the image in my head. You have a whole... There's a whole bin, and there's holes in the bin, and there's, like, hella products in there. Throw it out. Like... Get rid of them. They're going to expire anyway, so just give them away. Give them to somebody in need. crazy. Hair products expire? Yes. That's wild. The shit that expire would be really wild to me. I'd be like, that should not expire. Like, that's wild. I mean, it has to. It's a, it's a material, you know? I don't know, ain't it? It's like chemicals put together. Shouldn't that, like, last forever? It lasts longer, but not forever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, just stop fighting your hair. Just stop fighting the natural order of how your life is going. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Oh yeah, I just. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
That wraps up this week's episode of One and a Half Lesbians. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Stay Stay gay. Oh, hi, my twerking skills are unmatched. Genetic code made my ass fat. I'ma talk shit while I ride the dick. I'ma give you multiple clapbacks. Got bow ties and suspenders, snapbacks and fannies.